Hiya, I'm Trevor Risk, and you were listening to How Are You Now, the toughest podcast in Lettergenny. My body lies over the ocean, my body lies over the sea, my heart's one true desire is bring back the whalers to me. Another season finale for Woo. How Are You Now? Good you. Oh, not so bad. Um, Try to trick me there. <laughs> you know, I, I, I do enjoy tricking you sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> when I know it's not going to get me in too right. much trouble. <laughs> so, yeah, um, it is uh, season seven finale. Fuck. Can't believe. And, you know, just another week or two we'll uh well another week we'll record the uh right. the the next uh, the season eight Starting episode yeah season eight, yeah oh man and, and we don't have anything backing it up after that so we don't know what's going right, on right right so yeah <laughs> um so maybe by the time we're done once we uh, get around to because I, th- I think we re- record uh <clears throat> the season eight finale or it comes out on july 5th i think Well, and theoretically, if Letterkenny kind of sticks to tradition, Mm -hmm. and we know tradition is very important, Mm -hmm. uh, somewhere around July 1st, we should be getting a new season. Yeah. Even though it hasn't been announced yet. Should be, yeah. Should be. Hopefully. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's, let's get into it. So, (sighs) so season seven uh, was... Short short season, six episodes, so Mm -hmm. no holiday episode there. Um, So, um, so... much shorter season, but let's talk about the show, our show. So, okay. um, first I want to give some shout outs to, uh, folks that we've been following and talking to and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, resilient hearts, animal sanctuary, who yes. is in the Seattle area that, uh, is a dog fostering, uh, group that, um, had a whole bunch of Letterkenny <laughs> named pups that were in their uh, care. Um, and so we, that's kind of how and they we all have homes now, right? I believe they all have homes now. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and also our friend, friend Liz Orton, yes. who is part of the Puyallup animal rescue. So I, you may notice a the theme here. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because Liz is probably fostering our next dog right yeah. now. <laughs> very cute. Oh, uh, he's in love and I'm being <laughs> strong armed into it. <laughs> She she is adorable. She's absolutely. You can say no. I'm not going to say no. (laughs) So no, I'm not going to say no. (laughs) And and, uh, also uh, to Comedy Wham, our friend uh, Valerie, she has been with them since the beginning and running their uh, running their podcast and doing some amazing work, and we love her to death. And Comedy Wham's been doing a lot of stuff during this um, the the shutdown of America. Yeah, some uh, you can see a lot of good stuff streaming. Some remote comedies. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Then we also, uh, Dennis Guggen, 
who so cool. who uh, <laughs> gives us gives us previews of of yes. new things that are coming out, uh, and he does amazing work. He's uh, and, and we've tried to introduce as many new faces to uh, him as possible. And I, I just heard somebody else was uh, was also gonna once they once they saw that we retweeted him, or I, I think it was re, it was either a retweet or it was a re. I don't know what what do you call a re Instagram? <laughs> I don't know. I I honestly don't even know how Instagram works that well. <laughs> But yeah, we fully support Dennis and everything yes. he's doing. He does some amazing work. He's a super sweet guy. And um, I have my own pop thanks to him. <laughs> and that's the coolest thing in the world. Nobody else <laughs> will ever have that pop. Nope. That one is a collector's edition. That's right. Not for sale. Uh, well, <laughs> Especially because I can't fit that dress anymore. <laughs> so the dress is forever immortalized on my pop figure. Yes. Even though I can't wear it anymore. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we could always have it resized i i've actually talked to somebody um <laughs> before all of this started we talked about if that dress was able to be deconstructed to be refit to where i am now hmm. so we'll see if that happens all right then and and finally uh transistor uh our our podcast host yes. uh they do great work they are uh they've got great support if you are thinking about podcasting and you're looking for a host transistor.fm check them out they are uh great Great, some, fu- some great fucking guys. So highly recommend checking <laughs> them out. Uh, as far as the growth of the show, um, we are now at 65,000 downloads since joining Tw- Transistor uh, back in June, eight, uh, June of 2019. Um, and uh, our Facebook growth um, has gone up. Every, everything has gone up. So <laughs> Facebook is up to almost 2,200 uh users in the group uh twitter has really blown up since last season um 2540 that's our i mean because before i think uh twitter was less than it was much less than facebook so yeah twitter's just blown up for us uh instagram has gone up uh to 730 and tumblr almost up to about 920 so i'm impressed we uh we're doing good i i will say because of covid uh we've we've dropped some listens um, and I think that's just because everybody's at home and they don't want podcasting is really something you generally listen to by yourself and like on your commute yeah. or sitting at, yeah. The, and right now I've actually talked to a lot of people about this, that it's, even though we have all of this time on our hands, yeah. it is really hard to concentrate on things. So even though I've got all this extra time, I'm still not able to read all of the books that I want to read or, yeah. you know, Whatever, like that for me, that's the thing that's the biggest weird thing that I expected to be able to like read all of my books that I've been collecting. And so far I've read one and a half in six, (laughs) five weeks, six weeks. I don't know. It's got to be six weeks by now. More than one week. (sighs) (laughs) March 11th to April, whatever we're at now, 25th. All right. Yep. (sighs) Probably another six weeks to go. I I, I don't know. Hopefully no more than that. I don't know about that. We'll see. Um, so uh, let's talk real quick about our cosplay contest. Yeah. We got, well, we had three. Uh, what, there was a third one that was going to be done and somehow it, it just disappeared. Um, she, I saw the video of it um, and I, I don't know if I showed it to you. So if it, if I didn't show it to you or if yeah, you don't remember it, I don't. I, so that, we'll have so, to save that one if you yeah. ever find it again. So, yeah. Get her to yeah. send it again. So I, I, I tried to ask her, you know, about an hour or so ago. I'm like, I can't find this. I know you put it. It was a, it's a little video on Instagram is what it was. Oh uh, Yeah, no, I definitely didn't see that. So, uh, and I Damn. tried, look. I know she's got a few accounts. So I tried looking through each of them. I couldn't find it. But 
anyway, we still have another month that to, to do. So uh, May is wide open as well. So, uh, but let's real quick, we will look at yeah, the two that we have. Pictures. Hold on. So this is Anthony Kaiser. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and so it's, it's so for him, but his, his old daughter, this I think that's, his yeah, it's yeah, a little Katie. So, <laughs> and then we have a, uh, a bent, Oh, Squirrely Dan, Squirrely Dan. Uh, oh, Lorna Violet, uh, and she, she oh, man, those are both great. <laughs> I know they're really good. Wait, is it the dad or the daughter? That's the dad. <laughs> it's the dad. Okay. I, well, I would assume. So Wayne versus Squirrely Dan. Yeah. Oh man, I think the beard does it on Squirrely Dan. <laughs> she does look pretty good. I mean, is it knitted? What is yeah, that? Yeah. Uh, let's see if I can. <laughs> Uh, here, go in I here. dig it. I told both of them. I Wayne with the turtleneck with the little mini Katie next to him yeah. and Squirrely Dan, gender bent Squirrely Dan. Yeah. They're both. Let's see if I can zoom in a bit. I do believe because she sent me. Yeah. It's oh, knitted. yeah. <laughs> she, she, she did told me that uh, she, she had to wear Derry's boots because it's, it's raining crazily. So she didn't want to get. <laughs> Some good boots, uh, muddy. So yeah. <laughs> so a uh, little, 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 little bit of Dan, a little bit of dairy in there. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. Yeah. All right. I'm. Hey, I, you know they're they're both great. They're both uh, fantastic. You know what? We haven't had one in a while. Can both of them win? They can. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Good. Yeah. Okay, so, you both win because they're both really good, and we haven't had a cosplay in a while. We and I want to give away stuff. Yeah. So, uh, I like that feeling. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there, and it's not just because we only have two of you. You're both great. You both seriously. Great. And and I think the little Katie topped it off. That was, that was what, that's why I was like, it's the dad, right? Because yeah, it's, they're, they're both great. They're fantastic. Oh. They're cute and clever and, you know, very, you know, can we put like our cosplay stuff up on our website? Uh, we can, sure. We should do that. We should, or Facebook or something. We should we should yeah. highlight these awesome cosplays I that still, we do get. Yeah. I, I actually I did that on the last one we had with when, with Renee. So yeah, they're on our That's website. Because right, Renee is joint boy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah. So congratulations to both of you. Yes. Uh, I will be contacting you to find out <laughs> what you would like from uh from our merch. So um, I kinda wanna give the Katie something too. Yeah, you know, I think that's totally reasonable. Mm -hmm. uh, she's a little adorable to Katie. So um, I'm, uh, they're in it to win it. So yep. uh, so <laughs> let's give out a, little, a few thank yous. We've got 24 Patreon patrons. So awesome. Uh, and I'm going to read off everybody's name. Uh, one will be their pseudonym. Yes, of course. <laughs> so, Always the yeah, pseudonym. Yeah. So, uh, and yeah. And if you don't well, want. Well, there's more than yeah. one that's one pseudonym in there. Is there? Hi, guy. Oh yeah, pie guy. <laughs> yep, that's right. His name, but we do know his name is Anthony. He has said that sure. before. So, uh, so uh, here we go. Monica McCoy, Kevin Wack, uh, and Kevin. I will say this: uh, Kevin is giving us ten dollars a month. Wow! So, thank you. <laughs> he's he loves us. Um, so I guess we're his companions while he's out Aww. on the road trucking. So uh, thank you, Kevin. Uh, Valerie Lopez from Comedy Wham. Uh, we love her. Uh, Renee, our buddy, our Joy joint boy. boy. Uh, <laughs> Reagan Sicard, who's been our, uh, our who did I miss? Oh, her, her name's too short. Heidi, we love you. Uh, Reagan Sicard, who's been so far our youngest yes. to be on the show. We almost had one that was younger, but he had to bow out. Maybe uh, we will get him again. Maybe so. Uh, we have Awesome, our our our, uh, our 
Tom Hanks of the uh, show? Is she the Tom Hanks or is she the Steve Martin of the show? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Did we, did we figure that out? I don't know if we, I know we, we determined that. Because we kept talking yeah. offline too. So yeah. <laughs> uh, Shanna, uh, our, our good, good friend from uh, right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, Mitch Cole, Dennis Guggen, who we just talked about with the pop vinyls. Uh, Pie Guy, uh, Courtney Scaglioni, um, Shane Winsma, Vegas Matt, Blue Eyed Devil, there's a pseudonym. Probably uh, Vegas Matt too. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Could Probably. Be. Could, uh, be. It could I, be. Parents could have yeah. named him Vegas. We don't uh, know. Uh, Jason Higby, <laughs> uh, Blaine Stewart, who was also on uh, on the Kraken Egg episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phoenix Downform, Lorna Violet, who has uh, won a shirt today. Uh, Thomas Kennedy, Aaron Schoen, Woody Meacham, Elizabeth Orton, who we just talked about a bit ago from the uh, Puyallup Animal Rescue. Uh, Roger Primo Jr. and Jocelyn Avery. So thank you. No, Lynn. Oh, is it Joe Lynn? Oh, there's geez. no C. Joe well, Lynn. You know, when I see that, I'm expecting the right, C. Right. So, I, I so I apologize, Joe Lynn. Joe Lynn Avery. I would just like to say the thing that really caught me kind of off guard when I was looking over your shoulder when you were making these notes earlier, that when we started this, we expected to basically just be talking to our friends mm-hmm. about a show that we like. And we were only having our friends on and only our friends were our patrons and <laughs> our patrons. And now, like... Just strictly people that we knew before we started doing this podcast, there's three of them. Mm-hmm. And we have met in person a lot of these others, and we have talked a lot with a lot of these others. Like We've made friends and family because of this podcast, totally. I and mean, I love yeah. that so much. Yeah, t- I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of crossover between Twitter and Facebook, but that's two thousand over 2,000 on each. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much crossover there is. I know there's a number that aren't on Facebook or aren't on Twitter. So, I mean, to have... That many people consistently, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who follow us or chat with us or whatever, it's amazing. And I like, and I mean, Tumblr, uh, Instagram, I like Tumblr. The Tumblr to Facebook is there's hardly any crossover there. Very, 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 very few. I, I don't think I've gone back to Tumblr, and <laughs> I can't remember how long. Yeah, very, very few Tumblr folks go to Facebook and vice versa. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of cool. Um, so we want to give thanks out to all of our guest hosts. Um, and we'll be talking about them as we go through the episodes here, uh, our musical guests and all of our listeners. We really appreciate you listening and sticking with us. Uh, I know it's, uh, it's really weird right now, uh, but stick with us. Um, uh, we we're, especially we're st- if you're not a Patreon patron, yeah. because at the end of this episode, we have, uh, our interview. We do. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, if you were, uh, if you're not a Patreon patron, you'll now get to hear our interview with Trevor risk. So, um, who I totally end up fangirling on <laughs> by the end of the episode. He is, he was so fun and you'll get to hear soon. So, uh, he's like somebody that I would have been oh, yeah, hanging out with totally. easily for most of my life. Yeah. <laughs> he is such a fun, normal, you know, normal. <laughs> oh, he's not normal. He's normal. Like we are. He's normal. So, like we are exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So thank, thank you everybody who's been listening and following us. And that's, you know, we wouldn't be doing this if you weren't here. So, True story. um, I don't know. I mean, we I probably if, wouldn't have kept going if yeah. people weren't listening. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. Be, yeah. I mean, when you've got 65, 65,000 downloads, That's it's so kind of, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, and we, I think when we switched over from the other one, uh, we were, we were at quote unquote 8,000. I think their, yeah. their numbers are off and it was probably more like 5,000. So, which means we're right about 70,000 yeah. downloads. So, which is fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought. Uh, In like so, a year and a, not quite a year and a half. Yeah. 
So fuck. Anyway, so let's get on with the shows, shall we? Sure. So, uh, season, uh, season seven, episode one, crack and ag. Uh, let me start just with the season in general. This was a little weird season. Yeah, it was, it was very different. Uh, not that it was bad. I think it was just a kind of a, it was a curveball. A lot of people weren't expecting the kind of things that were, that went on. Most of the people that, that got caught off guard a bit were people who've been watching the show from the beginning or have been watching for a while. Um, and it, it definitely, like, you can tell that there's kind of a different feeling about it this season, in yeah. season seven. Um, I wouldn't say it's bad necessarily, but it definitely, uh, for people who have trouble with change, that yeah. was, you know, that yeah. it was different. It was different. And it was very much like what you kept mentioning um, like they made it for an American audience just to make sure that the American audience was on board with all the, of yeah, the, the stuff. The new American audience. Yeah, the new American audience. I mean, they didn't know a lot of us were going up to Canada. Right. Yeah. <laughs> to watch, totally. To watch the, uh, watch the episodes, uh, from before. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Hulu. Anyway, <laughs> so anyway, uh, crack and egg, uh, like I said, our, our guest host, uh, for that one was, uh, was Blaine Stewart. Mm-hmm. Um, and our our musical talent, uh, who's been with us since the very beginning, Hard Money Saints, um, and we uh, the top moment that I that I saw, um, and I'll I'll let you, I'll, I'll I don't know if you'll agree with this or not, but was uh, we had a little Blaine needed us to do something for him because he is a, he he is he is a television and yes. radio host, yes. so he he wanted to kind of PG thirteen it a bit, so uh, we did that for him. So more more PG because. PG thirteen is like what we are. No, no, well. we say the f word a lot. That's so so uh, we went we went into fuck fight verta like yes. this to uh, you know a little maybe yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hug fight Ferda. Is that what we said? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I I only hug the people that I really care about, so it's the same thing. <laughs> Cuddle. I, yes. Oh. Now I will snuggle the fuck out of everybody though. I love that. I will fuck the snuggle. Oh wait. <laughs> Sounds painful. <laughs> anyway, have you met me? Not if you do it right. <laughs> So, uh, as uh, if you've if you've been following us for any time, you know that fuck fight Ferda is our version of fuck Mary kill, which people have been playing since uh, the time of Christ. Um, Absolutely, Pontius Pilate kill yeah. Jesus fuck started the whole thing. Yeah, that's right. well, I think Mary got fucked. I, I, think, I think Mary went. Oh shit! You wanted to marry me, but I just um. Hey, I, oh, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. Okay. <laughs> it's Humperdew. No. Anyway. Oh shit. Oh. A little preacher reference there. Anyway. I I love how I forget about our conversations after we have them. So one of the greatest things about doing this podcast is hearing shit like that again and trying to not laugh louder than I did on the recording. <laughs> uh yeah i it's it's funny going back and listening to that because oh, and just p- picking up on those things because I, I was as i was listening you know i have to go back and listen like, like i have to go back and listen to the show uh mm-hmm. watch the, the show a number of times the same thing with this i have to go back and listen and say okay what the fuck did we say because you don't always remember what you said when you said it so um but yeah Especially me. I, <laughs> so i had a lot of fun with that um 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Blaine said it must be painful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, then I said, not if you do it right. And then I thought, well, maybe if you are doing it right. So. Maybe that's what you want. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? So, <laughs> uh, and then, so, and if you haven't listened to one of these re- recap shows in a while, we ask everybody on our Facebook group because that allows you to have the most voting options. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would put it on Twitter, if the, Twitter, if they allowed more voting options, but, um, so we had, a, uh, put in a, a poll for, you know, what were the best quotes from each episode? And the best quote from this episode was played for fucking steak night. Nukes of steaks. Bird of beef, no less. Gordon Ramsay and fucking spit. He's a good guy. He's a real good guy. He's a great guy, but he's a hair guy. What's a hair guy? Well, a guy with hair, likely. A guy who spends too much time on his hair. Oh, yeah. Ramsay's a hair guy. Look, Ramsay cooks a great steak, great quail, stews and what have you. It's like you want to like him and everything, but every time you look at him, all you can think about is him Biebering into the mirror, fucking with his hair to make it stand up like that. He'd be like, this is fucking rotten! Pull your finger out of your ass. You say the food's great, people love it, I am shitting myself, you fucking twat! No, I am not here to tell you not to put raw onions in a fucking French onion soup! You fucking useless villain! Well, choosing your hairstyle is complicated. No, it isn't. It isn't. You get it wet, then you let it dry. So first he comes in late for suppers, and now we got to listen to you slag on a true culinary artisans? Sorry I'm late for supper. <laughs> <laughs> call me anything, just don't yeah. call me late for supper. That's right. Uh, and one thing I think, this is a little offshoot, I don't think they had any anything in front of the produce stand this season no because they weren't yeah. outside yeah yeah so, yeah so anyway just a little something yeah. that i that i realized <laughs> yeah i probably should have picked up on earlier but then i was thinking about bit. yeah so anyway <laughs> uh so that was episode one crack and ag yeah. uh in a nutshell um so then we get to uh episode two red card yellow card which uh wayne was trying to uh help other people that just there were too many people to help basically. Mm-hmm. And so he had, he used the uh, soccer method <laughs> of, of helping them uh, sort themselves out. Uh, our guest that episode was Ruth Lee Love. Uh, Brent, yeah, she's adorable. Um, and again, hard money saints mm-hmm. uh, for that episode. Um, and uh, we, uh, we, got, <laughs> we had a little bit of a conversation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> had a little bit of conf- conversation about Stuart's horn. All right. How about the, uh, the lead from the hottest sex imaginable? Stuart. <laughs> You know, I have conflicted feelings about Sturt. Yeah, I think I'm going to put him. I'm, I, and I'm, I'm really conflicted because it's kind of one of those things where, like, if I saw that gold lame jacket, I'd probably tag him just to steal it. <laughs> but All I'm right. still going to put him into Furta. All right. So yeah. I mean, that sounds kind of like you know one of his friends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I told you, skip your life. Those old habits die hard. Yeah, I think I think the only way that somebody couldn't skip Stuart is is, is if they were a size queen. Yeah, that's one of those conflicted feelings. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's scary to me. <laughs> I got an 
know. I'm, I'm totally on the Katie train. Like, really? I don't want to find out for myself, but really? Like, what was it? An Arizona iced tea can or something like that? Like, a, I think a Red Bull something, or you know, can like, of tennis balls. It was, yeah, yeah, a can tennis, of tennis balls. It was yeah. tennis balls, but it was some, yeah. there was also a, some a some energy so drink. Oh, I think I can't remember yeah. what it was. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna say Ferda. So we're Ferda on um, I would totally support the hottest sex imaginable. Hundred percent. Um hundred percent. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing else. <laughs> now Susan Serrated. What about I stand it. Yeah. I stand Susan Serrated so hard. <laughs> oh my god. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh so uh, so it was a t- uh, a tall boy uh, tall boy can of Red Bull. Yeah, that's, no. that's what it was. Yeah. Um I'm definitely not a size queen. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very very happy not being a size queen. <laughs> At least there's some 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 out there who will take one for the team, I guess. Uh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it works, right? Absolutely. Uh, so <laughs> um so yeah. Uh, I guess there's never too much Stewart's horn talk. I mean, apparently, <laughs> apparently, because uh, because it keeps getting brought up over and uh, over. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's some good fucking. And uh, the, uh, the, <laughs> the 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 quote the quote for this episode. Oh, yeah. Your most famous expression has now been immortalized forever on a T-shirt. Pitter patter, let's get going. Yeah. Airball like this. Airball. <laughs> Daniel. Yours too. Get ready for it. Apparently, oh, swings and a mess. You're welcome. I did not forget about you, Mr. Barrel. What about this? Take your time, read the whole thing, it's long. When you love your job, it never seems like work. Oof. Strike three. Oh, and Katie, this one you have to send over to your ex-boyfriends, Riley and Jonesy, because it is... For the guys. Because that's what they always say. Rim and out. Aren't you snotty today, Katie? A badoom! Someone served this person a friggin' poppers. And this one's for all of you because you're always doing my chores. And oh, we don't. You don't want to <laughs> say yes. You want to maybe give it a hefty no. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still upset that those aren't real merch items that I can get from Letterkenny. Like, I'm sure that they're out there on, like, some Etsy awesomeness. made them, yeah. Yeah, but, like, those Uh, particular shirts. You want want official... I want official official merch that says, apparently. (laughs) I I need that. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, that that, that was a fun episode. And, uh, Ruthie, we love you. Um, uh, Thanks for being on us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's go with that i like yeah. it well she's tiny so <laughs> <laughs> any uh, anyway so let's get up to uh season seven episode three nut nut uh that was a fun episode and of course we had to have our buddy renee encarnacion oh, on there yeah. uh because not only he did he request it but <laughs> it's i mean it's perfect for us so yeah um so <laughs> and he really is a lot of fun yes he is totally um, so, uh, da, 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 where was I? Um, yeah. The moment. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the moment on this, let's see, did I? Six. Uh, six. All right. How about the, uh, the lead from, oh, what else we got? Uh, uh, I love the part where I forgot the exact line, but like somebody, but basically mentioned like who's seen bigger Johnson's and Katie was about to answer and 
Wayne was like, don't, don't, don't. Yeah. Yeah. And then she got all excited about the Lyndon Baines Johnson. That's, that <laughs> me up too. I'm like, is she a size queen or was she a president freak? Because mm-hmm. there's people who are like, into kinky president shit. You know? <laughs> no, well, like, we know she's been once. Yeah, once she heard from Wayne the first time about how big his horn was, mm-hmm. then she was all like, "Oh my fuck!" She got upset. Yeah. <laughs> she got upset about it. She was mad that she missed out on that. And even in this, when when uh, Rold was describing it, she's like, "Damn it! Like I missed yeah. my chance." Yeah. Although I'm sure that if she wanted it, she could have her chance again. Oh, I'm sure. But she's past it. Yep. Show over it's, it. a, it's like you know you wanted to do it at the time <laughs> had you known you would have done it at the time right. <laughs> it, it just makes you think what would have been what would have happened had they kept going <laughs> had, how different things would have been yeah <laughs> right i mean they'd be seeing the weekend a lot <laughs> <laughs> and start, still be wearing those scarves that oh were my God. terrible. The the Johnny Depp scarves. Yes, thank you. <laughs> That's really what kind of the whole look was. Yeah, yeah. Without as much makeup. <laughs> <laughs> or, or uh, you know, coolness. I mean, you may not think he's wait, cool, but wait, I mean. Wait, he, <laughs> are you trying to say Johnny Depp is cool? I, I would say. Like he, 30 years ago. He puts off more cool than Stuart okay, does for okay. sure. Yeah, so, we'll go with that one. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, speaking of Stuart, our uh, quote re- uh, revolves around him in this case. And, and I heard gay climax like that several times. My gay sex is none of anyone's business. Your gay sex? Fine. Gay sex filled me up inside, okay? Does it? Yes. After gay sex, there is no other sex. Are you happy? The so gay sex was different than all the other sex you'd had then? Gay sex is the best of all sex. And I miss it. Would you go as far as to say gay sex was kind of your own personal awakening? Gay sex made me feel something deep. Deep inside of me. There, I said it. It's as though my whole life was meaningless before I discovered gay sex. Are you satisfied? Gay sex made me feel pride. Gay sex made me feel like He-Man. Must you torture me with these reflections? Ever since she left, all I think about is gay sex. I dream about it. Life-altering, then, eh? Earth-shattering. Earth-shattering gay sex? You know, Stuart, just because this gay got away doesn't mean that there aren't a lot of other gays out there. Almost certainly. Find yourself a gay, and you'll know what I mean. Okay. Stuart. Mold. Are you done talking about sex with your ex-girlfriend, who happens to be named Gay? (laughs) Poor Stuart. Or poor, poor rolled. <laughs> he was trying. Yeah, he was trying to help him as well. So. Oh, like he's just so in love with him, and yeah. I'm so sad that you're sad. <laughs> and then let me just clarify because y'all are making fun of him, and I can tell. Yep. Yep. I mean, not there's anything wrong with it. No, but making fun of your friend. <laughs> yeah. And Roldy is like, mm, no, no, I'm gonna clarify. Yeah, exactly. Um. So, <laughs> the uh. uh the next episode um, is a little a little different from what we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, it's a little competition between uh, Wayne and Katie. Uh, episode four: Letterkenny versus Penny, uh, with our with our buddy Awesome, who was awesome. on there, um, and the band Finding Freedom. Um, so uh, <laughs> he had a, a little uh, chat about 
Barb. For you, it's okay. So, 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 <laughs> so you don't you don't think that Barb ex- ever existed? No, 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 no. Here's what I think. Okay. Coach gives off huge galaxy brain Norman Bates vibes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. She did exist. She was his wife. He killed her. He's keeping her dusty, <laughs> dusty corpse oh, somewhere totally yeah. inside yeah. that flat. Yeah, and in, like, yeah, well, oh here, my god! The, well, the sign mm. "Home" is where the barb is. <laughs> so yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, 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 I would not be surprised at all if Barb's body was. Uh, dehydrating in that house somewhere. Well, what if, what if Barb is still alive, but she just he he won't let her go out in public anymore? So he made up the story, so nobody wonders why she's not there. But I mean, she's still at the house where I gotta go run a bath for Barb. <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, he but that was to himself because I mean, he tells well, everybody no, he else. Said, he tells no everybody else. Barb. Yeah, but. Yeah. I know he he has got like the blank, vacant eyed (laughs) stare of a multiple murderer. As soon as, as soon as, as soon as Wayne says, Mm. I could complain, but who'd listen? He just, he, his switch just like that. He's like, Oh, Barb would instantaneous. (laughs) I love that. And then when, (laughs) when, when Wayne brings to talk to him, are you playing him like a serial killer? So yeah, when 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 and when Wayne brings it back around, he's just like he changes his channel back to small talk. Yeah, <laughs> and he's yeah, like, oh. no, like you can see, he like physically has to shake it off. Right. So yeah, wait, Coach is a fucking serial killer. Kids. <laughs> yep. I love that we um, asked the a writer on the show <laughs> what he thought about that. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned to find out what Trevor Rice said about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, the, I love that you know, theory. Uh, there's so, so many theories about. Uh... <laughs> I really do think my favorite though is that he went Norman Bates on her and like he didn't kill her, but she died, and now she's like a mummy upstairs looking out the window all the time. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that's uh, so many theories about Barb. Yeah, I mean, maybe he just created her in his head, and maybe it's Barb from from uh, uh, Stranger Things. <laughs> and... <laughs> They're in the upside down. Yeah. Uh, That's where he met her. So then from there, we go into Debbie's Talk Baby uh, in episode five with our oh, buddy. Wait, what about the what, quote what, from oh, did episode I miss four? Uh, episode four. Did I miss? Oh, yes. fuck. Jesus Christ. Can't forget yeah. that one. No, I can't. That was, fuck. That was, yeah. Yes. So good. It's my chest, isn't it? Sorry? My chest. Just picked it up from a garage sale. Real conversation piece. Mm-hmm. Same with my jugs. What's that? My grandpa makes moonshine, which those are perfect for. Can you imagine my grandpa and his buddies sucking on these jugs? No. <laughs> How are you now? Good news. Are you two staring at my girls? No. Oh, look at you, Celan. What's up? You is. <laughs> look, I got some questions for you. I got some answers. You ever seen any of those naked gun movies? No. No. Okay. Uh, uh, hot shots. Strike to. Is that right? Okay. Well, how do you feel about pet rescue? How do you feel about these puppies? Just rescued these tits a few weeks ago. Give them a little kiss. The tits? What else? Well, I'd better not. Say, I'm collecting so that more tits get homes. What's the charity called? You're here at the United Wayne? Cute. 
Well, I'm just kidding around. It's actually Don Cherry's Pet Rescue Foundation. Good guy, that Don Cherry. Oh, he's a great guy. My papa loves him. Same last name, actually. So you would call him... Papa Cherry. Yes. Never seen Airplane. Airplane 2? Strike 3. Oh, that's something. All right, well, uh, before I head back to the dugout, can I grab your spare pennies real quick? Yeah, I've got a couple big cans. A couple big cans that I use for bookends, but you can have them. Okay. Here. You know you'd have these tits in your hands sooner than later. No, I didn't. But here they are. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> uh, and and yeah. That was like me when I first got into roller derby. <laughs> Why is everybody talking about their tits and their ass so much? I mean, I'm okay with it, but it's weird. <laughs> and that was Jay Burton's wife. That's right. Yeah, Tyson. A lucky guy. Yeah. Hey. Lucky girl. Some, some of us are very lucky. Oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> um. So yeah, then uh, the next episode, episode five, was W's talk, baby. W's talk. Um. Where uh, we're trying to bring revive the the letter Kenny Irish. Um. Our buddy uh, Jake Whitco from Russell Thon was on with us, uh, and a musical guest Light the Lamp, who you heard up top here. Mm-hmm. So um, then uh, <laughs> the thing about this episode uh, <laughs> is uh, the 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 ambush of McMurray. Uh, <laughs> we could jump back to the, uh, the the greatest ambush in the history of uh, yes. warfare. Oh God, uh, yeah, the. I would 127 hours, both of my arms. <laughs> with Mrs. McMurray. I will cut off both your arms and shove them right up your ass. <laughs> God damn it, McMurray. You, you coming at your Mrs. McMurray with that p- er, pathetic excuse for an existence. <laughs> what was it? Pedestrian. Pedestrian yeah. effort. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah. Hey, McMurray. <laughs> I love that one voice. <laughs> Uh, Dan, whenever, uh, McMurray talks about the, um, uh, going to cat or going to mass for Christmas Eve, as soon as he's not praying about his, uh, giving him an extra inch on his way, uh, Dan just goes fucking Catholics. Catholics. (laughs) (laughs) And then Dan sprays when he says, I have a five point, uh, one five inch penis. (laughs) Everything he's drinking. (laughs) Yep. Oh man, that, that I died. I was like, I was watching it at lunch uh, at work when that episode came out, and I was laughing so hard. My boss came, he's like, "What is wrong?" I was like, "Watch this." <laughs> uh, McMurray have a five point one five inch penis. That's a pretty good McMurray. I'm not gonna lie. Oh God, he's, he does. It's gross. I have to tell him sometimes he's not allowed to. Uh, I think my favorite part of that scene uh-huh. was Patty, the one he hooked up with at a back and doe, because it sounded so much like Lola from Big Mouth that I had to check and make sure Nick Kroll was not like guesting on it. At least it wasn't oh anywhere. My God. Right. It sounded so much like I was like, oh my God, what's her name? And I had to go like back to Big Mouth, and I'm like, okay, it's this character. Who's that? Nick Kroll. Okay, are they in Letter Kenny? <laughs> oh, that, that was all Jared Kiso. That was all Jared that Kiso. But also fantastic, by the way. Yes, right? Ever, go watch Big Mouth. It's amazing. <laughs> Big shot to Big Mouth. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, he was so pathetic. Oh, my God. Oh, McMary, you are just so pathetic. And I just couldn't. Uh. All about his. 
I have some life-altering news <laughs> for you. Well, we got about a half dozen townships watching, so hope it's not too personal. Shh. I'm McMurray. Have a 5.15-inch penis. What? What? <laughs> 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 I, I think that that part of it is Glenn just really tops it off. What? <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, and how he just kept going about, well, girth is the most important. Right. <laughs> that would be me in that situation. Well, I mean, girth is really what's important. Yeah, but but tell me about the girth. It's like a beer I don't, I don't need you to hit my cervix. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, finally, finally. Uh, the, the, the final episode, episode six in it to win it was the number one ranked oh, episode awesome. yes. for the uh, series for, or for the, for the, epi- uh, the, for the season. season. Um, I get, you know, sometimes I get, I've, I've gotten used they call to them series one, series two yeah. instead of season one. Yeah. So going between American seasons and mm-hmm. other series. So, right. But that doesn't make sense. But I, so I, now I've gotten used to it, and then it's hard to get out of that. Uh, so it was uh, was an episode. Uh, we had uh, my cousin in law, Chris Churchman, on, yep. um, a musical guest, James Honeycutt, my longtime friend. I, I consider him a brother. Um, Played at our wedding. Know, we don't we don't nearly talk enough, just like family. Right. Right. <laughs> and so, uh, but he is he makes some amazing music. He's got a beautiful voice. Yes. Uh, highly recommend you check him out. Um, the, uh, the moment of this particular episode, I remember this conversation that how <laughs> was how McMurray was, uh, speaking of McMurray, McMurray was not a piece of shit. In this, right. episode. this is the he, first time that yeah. he's the one who had to put, put the line down. Right. He had to go, <laughs> come on. Come on. I had to tell him twice. Come on. And he's so, he was the sober one ready to drink <laughs> and like put them down and drug those two drunk asses <laughs> all the way to Quebec. And Quebec. To, <laughs> and like, you know, to join in, to be a friend. And I thought that was really good. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, I like that. I agree. Yeah, this is uh, the first time I've really been proud of McMurray. Yeah, yeah so. full on proud. Like there was no I, qualms about it. He no. didn't even screw it up. Right, he didn't <laughs> screw it up. That's exactly nice. That's exactly it. Yeah. I say that about a lot of people. I loved everything out of your mouth until you screwed it up. Yep. Like, McMurray <laughs> screws it up so often that you just yeah. don't expect for him to be the good guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, it was. I think it was surprising that he was the good yes. guy. So. Uh, it's it's good to see that yeah. you know it's you know some sometimes folks can be good <laughs> and they don't always seem to be uh so yeah um and then uh so we uh we we get how we devise the name of the episode mm-hmm. in this quote sorry what's that he's hammered fuck i'm hammered shouldn't have driven here he didn't holy fuck he's ends up to wins it fuck it hey send it to win it yeah, and it to win it because you're gonna because you're gonna have eight beers. You're gonna you sit down. You're gonna have eight beers. Why would you have eight beers? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so uh, you know, I, initially, I think probably uh, uh, I know for myself and a lot of other folks, the the season when it came out left. Uh, I won't say bad taste. I'll just say an odd taste. Off-guard. Yeah, it it felt it felt like Twilight Zone letter Kenny at first yeah. because. You didn't have any outside stuff. You didn't have the the cold open. You didn't have right. the um, 
uh, the fruit stand. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So there were certain things that we have come to expect that weren't there in this season. And I, I really honestly think that's the reason why so many people were like, ah, about it. Yeah. Because the content was good. Every episode was great and had a lot of great stuff in it. Um, as a whole, it's not my favorite season. I think it's awesome that, um, both that Trevor Risk said that both he and Kiso loved this season because it really did kind of feel like a love letter to Letterkenny. Like, hey, mm. we're just going to wrap everything from the last four years up so we can make sure that you understand and that you love it as yeah. much as we do. And, and plus side is the next season, season eight, uh, they've all said it is their favorite season of all of them. Yes. So you've yes. you got that to look and forward to. I'm super to. excited And, about and that. I think going back and looking at season seven after seeing season eight really puts right. things in perspective. So. Season seven as a standalone season was odd and just a little bit off. Yeah. But when you put season seven and season eight together, it's a really, well, the way that it's intended, you yeah. know, in America, we have 17, 18, 24 episodes in a row, mm-hmm. and then it doesn't play for the next year and a half. Whereas in Canada, every six months, they might have four or five episodes, and that's pretty regular. That's a normal thing. So putting out half a season... And then putting out another half a season in American terms mm-hmm. is what Letterkenny does. Not putting out a season and then putting out another season. It's here's the setup. Here's the reward. Yeah. yeah I think about shows like Supernatural <laughs> who, who are ending after 15 seasons. Yeah. And if you'd have done them in Canada or any place else, that would have been 30 seasons. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or more because half yeah. of their seasons were like 20 something yeah, episodes. Yeah. Their episodes are all at least 20 episodes. Yeah. I think they're generally around 22 to 24. Whereas most English and Canadian shows and you know, someone out there, please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. It's been a long time since I've regularly watched Canadian television, mm-hmm. but it was like six, seven episodes, maybe yeah. like uh, four or five is the most likely. Yeah. And then you would have the longer ones would be six or seven episodes. Right. So, yeah. Cause I remember watching Luther. And right. they were they were like four episodes a season, four Broad or five. Church. Yeah. Yep. So like yeah. half the shows we watch are from the UK. So yeah. like so. we're used to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it was weird for me because I had uh, I mean I didn't start watching uh British television again until uh I started again with the new Who. Mm-hmm. And uh, which I, actually those are fairly long seasons for a British show. True. So um I mean they do kind of split it up uh well, partway. But they they <clears throat> kind of yeah, like they, it was presented to the UK and America at the same time. Mm. So I feel like they took the US audience in account for yeah. that. We're like, well, normally we would do it this way. And, yeah. but they kind of do that same thing where they have like five or six episodes and then it'll be a couple of months and you'll get five or six episodes and, you know, maybe a, a special Christmas one or Easter or something. So exactly, um, exactly what we have here in Letterkenny. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> the, uh, the, so what's coming up season eight, we are, uh, we'll be starting to recap that in a week and a, a week after next. Um, and then, uh, we're working, uh, with at least one, maybe two cast members. Awesome. Uh, to, I know about one of them. Yeah. So <laughs> we're, we're, we're trying, we're, uh, I, I know there's two big cast members that we're working on. Um, so, uh, and, um. So I guess, uh, I guess for now, enjoy our interview with Senor Trevor Risk. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye.
Welcome to a special episode, after school special. Very of, special episode. Of, <laughs> VSE. Of, of How Are You Now? We have a, uh, a, a very special guest, someone from behind the scenes. Uh, he's also a musician, a DJ, and our favorite writer for our favorite show. <laughs> uh, Trevor, how are you now? Oh, I have to say the line, don't I? Oh! <laughs> you have to. It's, it's a requirement. Yes. <laughs> it's like. I got to do like the Roger Rabbit shave and a haircut. Months, right? Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, you're not you're not the only one because usually every where, guest, every guest that we've ever had is always I don't think very, very few, unless you've been on more than once. Have has anybody ever gotten got, it yeah, right, the right off the time. bat? Because you're usually the one saying, how are you now? And then they got to say, good and you. That's about oh boy, yeah, that's absolutely the case. <laughs> I mean, we did it with Tyler, we did it with Jess, we did yeah. it with Patrick. So it's, I mean, you you're, you're not you wouldn't be the first to uh, to to not get the good and you. So we'll, 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 let's let's try it. How are you now, Trevor? Oh, good and you. Not good so news. bad. I guess it's both of you. Uh, good, <laughs> good and both the yous. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Trevor. Trevor. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. Trevor Risk. Thank you. Uh, is <laughs> is you know you've written some of the best episodes uh, of of Letter Kenny. Um, Thank you. I mean, whether it was uh, uh, Valentine's Day, which I adore, it's probably uh, probably uh, our favorite. <laughs> probably, my favorite. Oh well, yeah. I mean the 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 action between, uh, especially between Katie and Dax and Ron. Oh, fuck. <laughs> How man. I gotta say, bisexual Twitter went apeshit with that episode. Hell yeah, I was a part of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's funny because I got a good, a good dear friend of mine named Anthony who's like, he's like, listen, I'm part of like bisexual Twitter and baseball Twitter, and like it was a week of just mayhem. Okay, oh, uh, it was beautiful. I mean, yeah, fire yeah. erasure, not a, not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, yeah, it's this, uh, this show. I mean, I will say that is probably for. A place that's showing a little town is very inclusive. Yeah, I like to think so. Yeah, it's sort I, of. I you know I grew up in a town of six thousand people uh, in Ontario uh, myself, so I come by some stuff pretty earnestly. Yeah, and uh, there are definitely some moments where I'm like, "What would I have liked it to be like?" <laughs> <laughs> I feel you that know? way about Seattle. Like <laughs> the way Seattle is now, it it seemed like a small town when I was a kid, and like that's what I imagine small town to be like, and that's kind of what Letterkenny is like to me. Yeah, yeah, Seattle. You know, you want it to be a little more mother love bone and a little less audio slave. <laughs> <sighs> right. I mean, I, I grew up in a little town in Texas. Yeah, it's not, not quite a, <laughs> not no. quite the same. So no. yeah, uh, so I hit I hitched my way via the army to uh, Southern California and then Seattle. So um, <laughs> that was a that that was a growing experience for me. <laughs> of course, yes. Well, you know, the thing that America does have over Canada is you can move to different places a little easier. I mean, like, listen, I love the country, <laughs> right now. but you know, maybe right now. But like, you know, Canada has like three big cities. And then for the most part, most people don't like the mid-sized places, you know, although yeah. I will mm -hmm. say shout out Saskatoon, love Saskatoon, great place. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, in America, it's the mid-sized cities that are the cool ones. It's the Seattle's, the Portland's, the mm -hmm. Nashville, Boston, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, you know, if you hitched a ride, no matter how you hitched it, <laughs> I uh, hope it did well for you. I, yeah, it's, you know, growing up in a tiny town, uh, two tiny, two different tiny towns, um was yeah very and then going into especially then going into the army uh and then 
getting out. So yeah, very every each part was more and more eye opening, uh, and for the for the better, obviously. Mm. So <laughs> I mean, yeah. Th- th- when I when I met him, he thought he was libertarian. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's adorable. I know, right? <laughs> I was more like old school yeah, libertarian old, before the Tea Party people. No, yeah. Like this is f- <laughs> not, not the, fourteen years not, ago almost. Not, yeah, not hard right J libertarian. <laughs> No. <laughs> so, uh, so, so for yourself, uh, in letter kitty terms, do you see yourself as Hick skid hockey player or Christian? Uh, skid skid. Yeah. <laughs> I, had a, I had a feeling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah, okay. I mean, it's, yeah, it's 100% skid. Uh, I definitely, you know how the skids think they're better than the rest of the town. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you know, the skids uh, and I, and I know you're, you're part of that writing as well, but the skids have always been like Shakespearean fools to me. Yeah. I mean, the, the words that they speak and the way that they do and the way, but they're just absolutely assholes. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Like, did I act like I was better than uh, everyone in the town? Yes. Was that a mistake? Absolutely. Was I better than everyone in the town? It's yet to be seen. I don't know. That's true. Else you know, like people say, like when you're using these $5 words, people say all the time, they're like, you know, you shouldn't use a $5 word when a nickel could suffice. And you're like, well, maybe you're calling me pretentious using a Mark Twain quote. And that's fucked up. Like, <laughs> Damn, son. So I think I just developed right. a crush. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Woo! Okay. Sorry. Intellectual. <laughs> so, so what, what got you? So what was your path to Letterkenny? Well, um, Kiso and I have known each other a real long time. Um, he was a uh, he was a barback at a bar, and I was a DJ. Nice, yeah. And uh, he would uh, come over to me and be like, "Oh, buddy, what song is this? It's just giving me a bang over tomorrow." Good <laughs> head bang, and his neck would hurt the next day. Oh God! And uh, we became pals. In fact, uh, that little bar that doesn't exist anymore in Vancouver, that uh, bar is home to so like. Um, you know, Dylan and Andrew both worked there. Uh, <laughs> Nate worked there. Um, the guy who does a lot of the score, Jason Corbett, he was the manager there. He hired us all. Uh, so you know, I have cousins crush. that like were this close to possibly being in Letterkenny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Her family's all in BC. Yeah. Part, so <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so yeah. So um, be, do with your DJ experience. Did you work with Tyler at all on his uh, ones and twos? <laughs> On his, uh, well, he, he gave me the, he, one day he was like, maybe I should come and learn some of these. And I was like, I think it might be funnier if we don't do that at all. If you don't look like, you know, because you kind of don't. Um, and, uh, but like, Jared, okay, so Jared and I, and so I was, I was a recording artist for a while. And in the first couple seasons before I came on, there's some of my music in it. The song that's playing, um, during the super soft birthday scene, that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's me singing in the background, playing guitar. Nice. Excellent. Um, what was it? What was your yeah. band name? Uh, that band was called Sunshine. And uh, before that, I was in a band called The Good News. And there's both Sunshine and Good News music in the first three seasons of the show. Excellent. Uh, cool. Jared, uh, you know, he walks the walk. He he brought along a lot of pals. Didn't leave anyone sort of behind. Gave people shots with less experience uh, than <laughs> would have otherwise. Um, whether it was the music or the writing and that kind of thing. So uh, and just after a while, you know, we got we've him and I had always been sort of friends that riff on stuff and one day i just got a text message from him that said well fucking welcome to the writing room and i was like all right all right then did did you have experience writing before 
Uh, yeah, I was a sports writer um, for a while, and I was a uh, music writer for a long time. Um, and the sports writing I did was for a website called Kissing Susie Culber, um, which, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a little problematic in hindsight. Yeah, um, I want to kiss you. God, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I <laughs> fucking Joe Namath. <laughs> Drunk Joe Namath. Um, oh. And it's funny because so many of those people who uh, started that site and wrote for that site have become, uh, you know, gone on to do great prominent things. PFT Commenter alone has a whole culture devoted to them. Um, I, you know, Drew Magri, uh at GQ and, uh, you know, um, a few other people, Mike Tennyson and all, uh, all these people who, you know, we kind of every day would put up ways that we would uh sarah sprague too she was very funny she taught me a lot of stuff we just put up stuff where we would riff on the nfl you know and it was like this <laughs> website that existed between um you know uh the sort of traditional uh sports journalism and the sort of broy journalism that you see nowadays mm. you know yeah. um we would we would make fun of equal parts um both of them and uh Mostly just be like, this is ridiculous. Like, it's ridiculous what's happening right now. This story yeah. is ridiculous. And like, and we'd write characters, um, like, uh, you know, characters from the NFL as if they were a certain way, sometimes for no good reason. Like, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers was a secret goth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I immediately know. got a picture in my head of that. Like, it yeah. was so clear. <laughs> Oh god, with the with the Robert Smith hair. Oh, yeah, I was more the makeup, like the black under the oh, eyes yeah. and the oh. totally. Oh yeah, we would do it, and like there was no good reason for that. So well, you know, the regular traditional sports media is being like Aaron Rodgers is this kind of player, and the broy one is like questioning his sexuality. We're just like, no, he's just really into like KMFDM and uh, that's grunk. sorrow. That's a general <laughs> feeling, you know? uh, so, so I guess that's that taught me about uh, a little bit about dialogue and comedy writing and stuff. And it was always under a deadline of every day um, and every day putting up more and ridiculous content and being uh, fun and silly with it. And that sort of parlayed really well into the show. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah I mean, cause uh, so you had no direct training on how to do script writing or anything like that. It just, it just, it just kind of worked for you. They, they just sort of threw me in at first my job was sort of to punch stuff up you know they'd give mm -hmm. me a script and be like hey can you make uh can you give me 30 dick jokes about this subject like, hey, how about 36 man like here we go so uh, you're to blame i love yeah, it I have to blame. Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, she just gets like <laughs> I get what you just she she gets bugged about the the fart the fart the, jokes the poop mostly <laughs> the, the farts so um yeah that actually that I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna say um so I'm autistic so sometimes the things that I pick up on that like squig me out aren't like like it doesn't bother me that they're farting it's that they're farting and pooping and talking to each other at the same time <laughs> I will say that uh, you know. I, I always say that the, the scatological humor is very American. Like, you can't yes. watch an American show without mm -hmm. poops and farts. Yeah, and, and I don't watch a lot thing. of American shows. No, I know. I mean, I've got a, uh, uh, I'm half British, and, uh, you know, I grew up watching a lot of British comedy, mm -hmm. uh, which, mm -hmm. you know, the big difference between British comedy and American comedy is British comedy is dialogue-driven. American comedy is situational. You know, mm -hmm. I think The Hangover was, like, the biggest American comedy of all time when it came out. And no one could tell you a line from that movie. You know, it's just, isn't it funny this is happening? Isn't it funny there's a monkey involved or this guy's pants are down? Um, and then there's, you know, 
shoehorn in some sort of poop and stuff sort of so <laughs> i'm i'm more like the the dialogue kind of guy i yeah. you know i grew up on a lot of things like red dwarf and bottom yes. and, and uh, uh you know <laughs> doctor i'm a huge whovian yes i'm into the universe I, I, who's I your have, doctor i have a tardis on my chest yes. <laughs> very cool i like that that's that's very nice i was talking to someone yesterday who was watching world war z and i was like it's funny that peter capaldi's build as who doctor right <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. No? Jesus. Oh my no. god, yeah. I love Peter Capaldi. I like Peter Capaldi too. I feel like one day I'm gonna look like him when I'm old, and that's fine. Oh yeah. Um, I'll be attack eyebrows. <laughs> you, you already have them, Dean. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Try to, try to keep mine into control. I'm trying not to get them too Peter Gallagher, you know. <laughs> so uh my favorite doctor, I don't know. I guess I'm a I, I like the I like the tenant years because they never use like Deus Ex Machina to get out of anything. It was always every episode was like, let's, you know, let's plot our way out of this. Let's yes. dialogue our way out of this. Whereas like the stuff before and after is like, oh, so there's this thing we invented just now that's going to get us out of this situation. And so I guess I like those years the best as far as like, who's my favorite companion. I got to go Nicola Bryant as Perry because that's the kind of pervert that I am. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> she's a real snack uh, <laughs> all right then i say i go way watch, back I, if I you go, watch I, four <laughs> yeah four exactly like if you watch if you watch like 80s like nicola bryant as the companion and you listen very very closely you can hear seven-year-old me going through puberty in the background <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was for me yeah, i was sarah jane smith yeah that was oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. I think it you're was, still a little bit in love with Sarah Oh, yeah, I sobbed when she died. Yeah. I was like, I mean, that was my first doctor. So, because yeah. yeah, I was, I mean, because I think it first hit in Texas, uh, oddly enough, <laughs> that it came on PBS in Texas was the first place that Doctor Who, when it came to the States. Mm hmm. So Doctor Who for me growing up was always the show that was on before Red Dwarf. Like <laughs> I didn't get it when I was that age, but like as I got older and like really got into a lot more British comedy, I did. But then, you know, we didn't have things like the internet where I could find them. <laughs> so, so yeah, for me, it would be Tenant because that's what got me back into really liking it, I think. Yeah. Also, yeah. I mean, that guy just glows on screen. You just want to watch <laughs> yeah. him. Hell yeah. Time. Even <laughs> yeah. playing a serial killer on Jessica Jones. <laughs> True. Yeah. I actually oh my have God. a, my band Sunshine recorded the song about Doctor Who. I have like, and I added to the <laughs> Doctor Who songs, which are so many of them out there. You know, the Human League song about Tom Baker is a good mm -hmm. one. Doctor in the Tardis by the KLF is a terrible one, obviously. <laughs> uh, I thought I'd add to the, you know, the over of Doctor Who music. Oh, God, so, yeah. There, I mean, yeah. well, I love all the Murray Gold stuff has been amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, all the scoring that he's done has just been awesome. So, yeah, that Doctor Who's always come up. I mean, at least with the, and the new Who has had some really good music. Yeah. I w and like also just the uh, not just the score, but the soundtrack, you know, and mm -hmm. they, use like toxic or even just when they message like they're like they start off an episode or they go back and they're just like why are you here like uh ian drury and the blockheads are performing today um, I, yeah, I, think they, I think they had the scissor sisters in one of them oh yeah that, i think the scissor sisters are in one of them too yeah that's true yeah speaking of the scissor sisters i feel like i'm having an indoor kiki that's lasted a month now so far <laughs> I guess indoor kiki is redundant. You know, obviously all kikis are indoor, but it's solo kiki sucks, man. I gotta tell you. Oh, so <laughs> sorry. Um, you here for the kiki references? Is good. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, so uh, actually, uh, we've we've asked everybody who's come on so far, and since you've known Trevor, for, or yeah, sorry, so you've known. Um, Jared. Jared for so long. Uh, do you have a good like 
hilarious Jared story that you can share with us? Um, I, uh, oh boy. I think it doesn't have to be like, anything too private. I mean, I'm sure there's been a lot. Too private. <laughs> oh God. Uh, a Kiso story. I mean, the story of him inventing the term bang over was great. He was just like, <laughs> you know, if you're going to DJ here like two nights a week, I got to get, I got to figure that out because my head <laughs> banging the whole time. My neck hurts. Got a full on bang over. Uh, uh, I don't know. Everything that guy uh, is funny. I don't mean to be too saccharine, but like the sun shines out of that guy's dick. Like I can't <laughs> say anything bad about him. Well, yeah, you know? no, you, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the same thing everybody said pretty much. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, uh, yeah, Ty, it's a great Ty, fucking guy. Ty, Tyler was the first, <laughs> Tyler was the first person we asked that to, cause he was the first one we, we interviewed. Oh, uh, and I, and one of the questions, and I'll, uh, I'll ask you this just, uh, because I asked it to pretty much everybody else, uh, and see if you have the same response. Who's the kindest person you've ever met? Oh yeah, it's got to be him or his dog, probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Gus. Yeah. <laughs> Big Gus fan over here. Love. Oh Gus. yeah. Um, I do have a fun. The first time I was ever on set, and it was the first time I was ever on set on anything, and it was the first episode with uh, Dax and Ron. And uh, love them. They're doing a bit there where, um, you know, you know the bit where uh, he's like, uh, uh, "Olympic rules and you shootout, boys." I'm like, in between set cuts, I was like, "Would it be? Would it be funny if he was like, you know, I'm TJ, I'm TJ Oshi, I'm TJ fucking Oshi." And I remember Keisha like looking up to the sky, squinting his eyes, and being like, "Yeah, that's funny." And just like <laughs> adding it in there. Oh, yeah, I. Yeah, I, I wonder about him sometimes. I mean, how does he, because I mean, from, and you'll, I'm sure you, you can tell this as from what I've been told uh, and what I've read, uh, you know, which you, you can believe everything on the internet, right? Um, <laughs> that he picks almost all the music for the show. Is that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the first couple seasons too, like I was saying earlier, like it was all unsigned bands by uh, a lot of local acts, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, sort of low level bands from like Merritt BC and stuff, you know, it was stuff that we, Jared and I had been making each other mixtapes for years. Um, still do once in a while. Um, nice. and, uh, he's, uh, he's kind of, there's like probably like two instances where like, I didn't pick the music, but I was like, Hey, have you heard this song? And he's like, Oh, this song goes like, Oh, great. So like <laughs> the, um, like in one of the, the, uh, the scripts, it was like the, uh, the talent show when they're, uh, He's like, then a song sort of like Cotton Eye Joe comes on. I was like, well, have you heard this song by The Grid? And uh, I got back like a week later. He's like, fuck, buddy. That's the one. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the one Derry's dancing to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, but he yeah. does pick up. Like, it's his favorite thing. I mean, like, Kiso's no uh, pretty um, upfront about the fact that Trainspotting is his favorite movie. And the big reason that nice. is is because they tell stories through music in that movie. Mm -hmm. That's a big Very Danny true. Boyle thing, you know? Mm. And uh, it's there's a hard line to walk between um, stopping something like a movie dead to make a music video like they do in Donnie Darko twice, which I <laughs> fucking hate. Um, or, you know, using the music to tell the story and forward the story. And uh, Trainspotting does that impeccably. Mm. And uh, I think, uh, you know, Jer under Jared's uh, watch and uh, him and... Uh, tyranny's direction uh they do that in a in a great uh manner that you don't see a lot in comedies you know true oh yeah 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 because yeah, i yeah there's not a day that when i can when i can hear listen to to perfect day or atomic and not think of train spotting right you know <laughs> so, yeah, the, the, the sleeper cover of atomic no less yeah <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> yeah, it really like the the amount of care that Jared obviously takes on um, picking music kind of influenced us too. Totally. To we we get unsigned bands to send us music that we use in our podcast. Oh, that's so. Great just to shine light on yeah, just to do our intro and outro tunes yeah so, and then we you know give all their information in the show notes so that you know hopefully people will listen to them yeah and <laughs> so yeah we yeah i i once originally i mean we've always used independent bands either our first couple of seasons was one independent band which is a band Friends that i ours, played yeah. in yeah mm -hmm. uh and and i so i've been i had been playing them and then once i had heard about jared using other independent bands mm -hmm. i'm like i should start doing that <laughs> i mean that's, oh, that's yeah. a really smart idea you see it on Reddit and stuff sometimes, people being like, uh, and uh, I don't think any of us really get involved in the letter cutting Reddit, although it is, uh, sometimes it's pretty good. But um, we, I'm uh, one of the moderators. Are you? No, no, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, someone will be like, oh, what uh, what song is this? Because it's a hard one to find, you know? Um, there's mm -hmm. a song in the St. Valentine's Day episode, which is uh, um, a good friend of mine who, uh, uh, Adam Sabla, a friend of Jared's too, uh, he made great music, but he always was like, never really released it. I remember like he gave it to me only and I gave it to Keith and I, I forgot I did. And so the subreddit will be like, Oh, what song is this? And I'll direct them to his band camp. And now he's like selling music again. <laughs> nice. yeah, Excellent. Yeah. It's got That's him going again. Right there. Hell yeah. <laughs> Have you guys uh, ever thought of doing uh, I thought about this uh, this afternoon, uh, like a, like a spinoff of this of just about McMurray. Uh, you could call it. <laughs> I thought you guys could call it. You want to talk about cunt. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that would be you and Renee. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's, there's a guy that we've had on a number of times now, and yeah, we're both pretty vulgar. <laughs> like yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm vulgar for you know my friends. <laughs> yeah, I'm also I, a teacher though, and so sometimes I get like between really terrible and like holy cupcakes and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah. I, think yeah. that, I think that sometimes like the very G-rated hits harder. Like if you call someone a cunt, you're like, wow, that's that guy's a dick. But if someone came <laughs> right? up to you and was like, you're a jerk, that would hurt, right? Like, <laughs> right. you know, just ask my a, fourth and fifth graders. A slime ball. Yeah, you're a slime ball. Just like, well, tough toenails. Be like, Ooh, that, that kind of stinks. The uh, weird ones are the best. Like the the I think the one that was picking up steam as school got closed down because of, you know, all of this right? stuff. Um, calling each other nipple tit. <laughs> now, <laughs> that, that, I was like, okay, that's an original one. <laughs> nipple tit. I'd be more concerned about non-nipple tit. <laughs> <laughs> but I literally was like, can you explain that to me? No, it just, it's funny and they don't like it. Okay. Oh man. Like, what, what grade do you teach? Um, fourth and fifth right now. I just remember all of the like, things we had we knew swears in the fourth and fifth grade but oh, we knew no, we no. Allowed to say them. so we'd say things like i don't give a care you know <laughs> yep. or like yeah. you know when you upset a, yeah you know when you upset a 10 year old and they like want to swear but this go free off yeah. <laughs> that you know, would be everybody who's not in my classroom though because so I, <laughs> I actually work with kids with behavioral disorders so right the like last year we set a goal in our classroom to get under 500 swear words a day and it what? did happen by the end of the school year and this school year was going fantastic and now i get to see two out of the seven of them on zoom once a week so i'm pretty sure you're not allowed to swear on zoom so it's fine <laughs> Fuck those guys <laughs> so 
<laughs> going back uh, to nut because another oh, nut, yeah. nut was a really excellent one i mean i love watching watching dan get uncomfortable <laughs> is amazing uh, and, but who was the voice of the porn actress i gotta tell you i don't know because oh, I, I, I was we've been arguing about that because I, I think it was nathan because when he was he because he was kind of doing the voice and it felt that it felt like it was pitched up so i wouldn't put it past anyone to have dale z be the porno yeah that makes sense to me See, the thing like the way to enjoy this the most from like my job on the show is we write it and we punch it up or i punch up someone else's script or something and then it goes and then like i don't think about it for like a year and a half and then it comes out <laughs> and i start laughing at it myself you know like there was a point where there was like three seasons that i had written that nothing had come uh, i'd written on that had nothing had come out mm -hmm. yet and so by the time it does come out i was like oh yeah that's stupid <laughs> <laughs> so oh. like when that came out i was like oh yeah i forgot we had like porno voices i wonder who did those but i just kind of never <laughs> well yeah there's because i mean like like in uh, when they were doing crack and ag i mean obviously a lot of um, the bulk of those were kiso um there yeah, were a couple in there i wasn't quite sure about but yeah, sometimes we can really tell and yeah. sometimes we're like oh damn it who is that <laughs> do it again do it again no i can't figure it out i mean also like uh, did, were you involved with little kenny at all yeah yeah um i mean aside although, from your one-eyed mouse yeah see here's the thing <laughs> i did not know that that had been written and that i had become <laughs> canon in the show <laughs> that's fantastic uh, and the way i found out was at the live show in vancouver where i was at the time and uh i had like i don't know 15 friends in the row with me and that came up and uh, 15 people just pointed at me and laughed their ass. <laughs> it was a nice, it was a nice surprise. It's exactly how that should have gone down. You know? yeah, I was like, wait a second, rewind. <laughs> did I just hear that? I did hear that. <laughs> so yeah, who did, who, I mean, obviously that Kiso doing himself. Um, I couldn't quite tell if that was Dale's and well, Katie didn't say anything. She was just right. there. And yeah. so was that Dale's and uh, K, K Trev doing their individual voices there? I'm pretty sure, but I couldn't say 100%. Um, okay. I don't know. I, I remember writing on it, but again, other, like, I'm really bad for this. I forget like what I like, what, like people like, did you write that joke? And I'm like, I don't know. It's, it's just a collaboration. <laughs> like sometimes we just go around on it and stuff. We just email back and forth constantly and whatever ends up happening happens. So, so I, yeah, I know, so I know, uh, I know Kiso does a lot of the writing. You do the right is how deep is your writer's room? Uh, we actually don't have a room. Um, so, uh, we, uh, let me see. Um, there is, uh, Jacob and Jared, myself, Jonathan Torrens, um, nice. uh, Sonia Bennett. Um, oh boy. Uh, I should know this because I've seen that clip at the CMAs a bunch of times. CMAs, CSAs, CSAs, uh, a bunch of times. Where they us all. <laughs> Country music. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was just in Nashville for four months. Okay. It's still on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's coming up? I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've written stuff already for the next season. Well, we know there's a season that we're waiting to come out <laughs> right. at some point, hopefully in the nearish future, hopefully. Yeah, I guess so. Usually it's around, I don't know the date, but it's usually around Canada Day. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. Um, so that would be a, like my presumption unless, yeah. you know, I know a lot of people are pushing out uh, content that's ready right now on a lot of streaming sites because people are, you know, absorbing it a lot more than usual. <laughs> I, have, I have 
I have no idea. Um, but uh, there's that. Uh, yeah, we're taking this time to work on the next uh, next season right now. Um, so I'm just holed up in an uh, in an Airbnb uh, working on this and the and the Trailer Park Boys <laughs> video game. That's all I do day to day. So as many terrible dick jokes as I can write, and then <laughs> as many no, it's like the finest of dick jokes. The finest, you know, the, the sort of the the Dijon of uh, of dick jokes. Give me more dad jokes. The dad jokes are where I'm at. Yeah, you want to hear my favorite dad joke? Of Hell yes. We ask people to call in to give me their dad jokes. <laughs> uh, why did the blind man fall down the well? Oh, he couldn't see that well. <laughs> uh, she's gonna move up there. She, you've got you, you've got a new one. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad this isn't on video. <laughs> I've let myself. <laughs> 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 so, so which character on the show have you not written for yet that you really want to? Oh, um, I think I've written for all of them. Um, because uh, I am lucky enough to get to add in extra extra gags on on certain scripts. Um, uh, you know, uh, after they're done, or if they're an outline or something, where they're like, "Hey, can you punch this up a little bit?" Because that's how I started, uh, and. I think I've probably written for all of them. Um, I don't know. Uh, boy, howdy. Uh, I don't know why I just said that. I never said that all my life. <laughs> <laughs> I've been day drinking, okay? Airport rules in quarantine, okay? Airport right? rules, you can drink it anytime you right? want. I had cake for breakfast dessert. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I've been having cake for breakfast for a while now. <laughs> My uh, my friends were like, you've just figured out order. Like, we go to brunch, and you're like, I would like a taco, a piece of cheesecake, a shot of tequila. And like, oh in what order? I'm like, there's no order. <laughs> this is what I want. And then like, they were looking at me. It was like last summer. They're looking at me like, what? Like, what's the problem? They're like, have you, you're either insane or you figured it out. And I was like, listen, you're a grown-up now. You can do whatever right? you want. Okay? You're allowed to touch the stuff at Sears. You're a potential buyer. You're not seven years old. Okay. Can you go? Can you still go play in the racks? Yeah, you can oh. it's fine. I remember doing that at like the thrift stores, and now I'm so terrified of like going into a thrift store. It's not even funny. I know. I know. No. So, um, now I, I hear two that you haven't written for yet, and I, I'm kind of curious what their first lines would be. Okay, Connor and Darian. <laughs> oh, do you? Okay, yeah, Connor and Darian. Um, <laughs> See that, like that feels like a ripcord that is just going to never be pulled. <laughs> I think we I said think it was like the last episode be the last, ever. They'll have the last two lines of the show that it, when, oh, when it ends, <laughs> like they can't idea. find anybody. <laughs> it was all a dream, and they're actually. <laughs> it was just a very long bender. <laughs> they like wake up. They were there are two idiots who were on PCP, and this is the whole, you know. Yes. What you really uh, want to do is end it kind of like the second Newhart show, you know? God damn it. Where he wakes up next to Susan Flechette and he asks her why she isn't wearing sweaters, you know? I think that's, uh, uh, I think we just, that's great. We just wrote the finale. We'll write back. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah, that's just reverse into it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, I'm, so who's your favorite character to write for? Um, I think that. My um, oh boy, 
I like writing dialogue for McMurray because I like doing McMurray impressions around my empty <laughs> because that's how I write. I like, I, I hear the voice in my head and then I'll walk around and I'll say, I'll do their like thing out loud. And, uh, and that's always kind of fun. I do like um, writing for uh, Dax and Ron a lot um, because you can just write them as one character and <laughs> If you can yep. have one character riff with himself, with himself, like that's fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, yeah, they're great. They're sort of like almost the highest on the pecking order of the men. I feel like the pecking order are like <laughs> all women first and then the sort of men come after it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but I feel like they get to get away with stuff that the, like a lot of the, like the, the, the straight men uh, yeah. can't. Like Riley um, and Jonesy wouldn't be able to make the same jokes. Yeah. Well, actually, we we've had we I have a, I, one of our one of our friends who's fa- been on our show a few times and has many theories <laughs> uh, has a, has a theory that Wayne is bi. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I mean, if you want, we talk about bisexual Twitter going berserk. Here. <laughs> uh, oh. There's a lot of you know. There's there's some great bi characters on television. I got to say. Uh, uh, Eliza Coop's character on um, Happy Endings is great. Uh, uh, what's her name um, uh, on uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine? Uh, oh yeah, Billy Crystal so. on Soap. <laughs> right I mean, there. let's not forget Billy <laughs> Crystal on Soap, the original by character. So, um, you know, oh, and, uh, on on Shit's Creek. Uh, what's her? Um, she was dating. What? Uh, well, uh, well no, the I, main. Yeah. He's, he's not bi, he's Dan pansexual. Levy. Yeah, Dan, Dan Levy on, on Schitt's Creek. Oh, I'm not um, familiar with that show. Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> you <It's>... lying. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I, I, would, lo- I, would, love to, I would love to see uh, one of the Levies on, on oh, the show. That would be yeah. awesome. Um, I mean, there's uh, so many. The one I would love, and I because, I mean, I know he's Canadian, but I would love to see him play another american cousin who who just loves dogs and it's got to be keanu reeves playing john hick good canadian kid keanu reeves you know uh, we grew up with him on the cbc as a nice as a teenager hosting a variety show oh Uh, yeah yeah we're all we're all big keanu reeves supporters in this part of the world so uh i uh i i uh i you know i'd i'd be here for it i guess that would, that would be yeah that would be awesome all the all of the famous canadian actors we can think of like ryan reynolds he can reprise his role from 15. maybe he reprises his role from the x-files <laughs> i was thinking my, i don't know why i'm just like immediately i was like yeah kim cattrall should be on uh, oh my god my first move there <laughs> oh which one which one would be sluttier it would be her or would it be katie Ooh. <laughs> I feel like Katie and Kim Cattrall are more studly than slutty. You know, I feel well, like they I get mean, what they want. I, I use, I put it in quotes. I mean, it's. We I, don't slut shame. Yeah, we're we don't very, slut shame very okay with it. <laughs> yeah, we are, we are all for, I mean, yeah, we, there's a segment that we do of our show. Oh, yeah. Right. Called Fuck Fight Furta. Yep. Which is, which is our, our version of Fuck Mary Kill. We don't want to kill anybody. So. Are we, we going to do that we, today? Are we going to play a little Fuck Fight Furta? <laughs> we can totally play Fuck Fight Furta. But we, we have to do the end. Yeah. All right. Cool, cool, cool. I like that. She's starting her role from Porky's, you know. Oh, she's still, oh. A, she's still a teacher, but she's like really started to own her sexuality, but she still howls like a wolf all the time. <laughs> yeah, and everyone starts going you, yeah. and she goes you. <laughs> <laughs> that shit writes itself. Yeah, totally. 
you have a big so, question. I do. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. So there has been a theory since the beginning that um, people people on the spectrum see themselves, on the autism spectrum, see themselves in Wayne a lot. And we were all kind of wondering, and me especially, is Wayne written specifically to be under that umbrella? Or is it just, it just works out that way? Um, I can't say that there's an intent there or hasn't been spoken to me at all. But I do love when that happens kind of um, in a roundabout way. You know what I mean? I um, was reading the other day about how RoboCop is a big movie in the trans community. Um, yeah, which, I can see is, that. Yeah, which is really cool and really interesting. And uh, whether or not it's intended to be, the fact that it gives someone, uh, you know, roundabout representation is fucking phenomenal. Uh, yeah, I love. I absolutely love when that happens. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, like I was talking earlier about like Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal was written on soap as a as a as a gay man. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Susan, um, what's her name? She wrote Golden Girls. Who Susan Martin? Uh, she like. Um, you know, the network was like, well, he's got to still kind of be married or whatever. And there was this like weird roundabout way where now there was like bi representation and bi erasure is a big thing. And I always like to say bi erasure sucks, except for if it's, you know, uh, songs by the band erasure. Uh, <laughs> bi erasure is way better than bi erasure. You know what I mean? There's, um, there's, there's a bi joke and a dad joke there for yes! you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta, you gotta get two birds stoned at once, as we say. Um, yeah, so I can't say that I've ever had any any moment with this, but uh, it gives me, you know, uh, you know, a lot of people in my life who are on the spectrum, and it gives me a lot of joy knowing that there's like some some you know some connection there, some representation. That's that's uh, pretty fantastic. But like I said, like. Uh, everything great that was ever invented was invented accidentally, you know, penicillin (laughs) and rubber and (laughs) aspirin and things. It's like, I mean, it's just so many, yeah. So many things with his character. I mean, well, uh, for, for me, it's, he seems like a character that is going to figure it out as an adult, but then he's also had like speech therapy as a kid and like just some of the things he says, like, it feels like it comes right from therapy and having both gone through a lot of those things and to be teaching kids who aren't responding well to some of those things. Um, it's just really cool to watch a character on purpose or not um, be a normal main character and not have it be like, uh, what's the doctor show your mom watches? Oh, uh, the good doctor. The good doctor. <laughs> that should be I the tagline hate... for that show, by the way. What's that doctor show your mom watches? <laughs> well, the good doctor. Your the doctor show your mom watches. <laughs> I know that his mom doesn't listen to our podcast, so I can say I absolutely <laughs> exactly hate what that show is. <laughs> right? I hate it when shows are like, look at our autistic character. How awesome is yeah. this autistic character? And their aut- their autism is their superpower. Yeah. I hate, I don't like tokenism. I don't like pink washing. And, you know, um, I don't like uh, very special episodes. The best thing Seinfeld ever gave us was killing the very special episode. (laughs) Although, you know, Louis C.K.'s show tried to bring it back like every fucking episode. Um, But, uh, you know, there's a way to go about those things without uh, tokenism, without stereotypes. Uh, You know, the fact that there was a swerve at Valentine's where like Dax and Ron were like, I don't know, we're two-way players you know um and it not being like a storyline and it not being a plot device it was mostly just like 
well, can we make a bunch of jokes about baseball and fucking? <laughs> that's that's uh, what yeah, I think it sort of should be. It should be kind of normalized, you know? Yeah. And, oh, totally. um, it shouldn't be like this week on a very special this, someone <laughs> is is finally on TV representing this. It should be just like, no, they're just part of the they're just part of the crew, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh that's something I really like doing is nothing is ever too saccharine, nothing's ever too I don't know. I I, I like to think that one of my favorite things about this show and i think the thing that separates it from other shows not to say it separates it better for other shows but just different is that there's a combination of canadian humor and american humor and like there's two types of american humor there's italian humor and, and american humor and jewish american humor you know there's a the mel brooks sort of humor mm-hmm. and then there's like this sort of like uh slipping on a banana peel fart joke italian humor <laughs> um and then there's the british humor you know every british comedy uh series almost every episode could be a bottle episode, you know, yeah. like every black adder takes place in a room. Uh, <laughs> and it's great. Uh, and I love that. And so there's like, Hey, four pages of the script is us doing that. It's us riffing on the Florida state seminal vesicles. Um, <laughs> Still right? one of the best jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was, I think that was what, what hooked me was the Florida state seminal. Vesicles. Yeah. yeah. You know, a minute ago when I said, <laughs> Like, that's me and my friends too, oh, though. <laughs> you know, I made this joke and nobody heard me, and now I'm really depressed that you didn't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, there's the little Canadian thing in there. Instead of it being always so so happy throughout and saccharine and sycophantic and stuff, but it does have a happy ending. You know, it's always like, yeah, we got in a fist fight. Yeah, we smoked smokes. Yeah, we said cunt. And uh, at the end of it, uh, we're sitting around the barbecue. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's actual that's Canadian it. shit for me. Yeah. I mean, so, so, I mean, cause pretty much every demographic pretty much, <laughs> uh, for a TV show is surprisingly represented. Mm-hmm. I, I would say probably, I mean, there are at least that I'm, un, I'm unaware of any trans folks, um, that are, that are in the show, uh, or ha, has even been considered, but I mean, th- I think that's probably the only, <laughs> the only, I mean, uh, you know, and none fo- of it was made like the centerpiece of a right. story. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got Nate and you have native folks, native actors playing, playing natives. natives. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so that's, <laughs> you barely get that in the U.S. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't have like Telly Savalas in some sort of weird face paint, you know, going on. David, right? David yeah. Carradine playing a Chinese uh, person. Yeah, yeah. Mickey Rooney. Uh, <laughs> maybe the godfather of all the cross race, you know. Yeah, oh, Scarlett Johansson hasn't been Asian on the show yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Who knows what's happening? Um, yeah, Theo wrote this great piece uh, about like six or seven months ago or something about like being represented and also just being represented as I can't remember how she put it. So pardon me if it's not like the right term, or whatever, but sort of like, like um, not uh, quite uh, native reading, you know, like exactly, like exactly native reading, like her mom talking to her about, she's like, Hey, you're not going to necessarily feel like you fit in on sort of either side of it or whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. she always does a, a great job on it. I am just, I, just such a huge fan of hers. Um, oh yeah. And, uh, as far as like, tra- you know, listen, like if we do the 33 seasons that Kiso and I are hoping to do, uh, <laughs> yes, I feel like one day they're finally going to let me do my drag queen episode. Uh, you know, <laughs> we were just talking about, that. listen, I put on like 200 drag shows in my life. Like that was the community that I've like, that I left home at 18 that like really like took me under their wing. So, like, <laughs> I have put on many, many daughter. drag shows. Yeah. In my life. So, uh, I've been riffing on great drag names for long <laughs> enough now that one day they're just going to finally let me do it. 
Well, speaking of names, though, do you know, like, in, like, the backroom circles or whatever, can you share with us, do Wayne and Katie have a last name? Uh, I, uh, I don't think so. I do, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I do think that there's an, in Fart Book, the most contemptuous episode of the, sh- the show ever, ever made. <laughs> I, I think that when you look at her fart book profile, it has her last name in it. Yep, yeah. As Campbell. Yeah. We talked but, a lot about the Wayne's World connection. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, like, if, yeah. uh, you know, if uh, Mike Myers is going to make a movie about Canada but set in the U.S., I mean, come on. Like, Stan right? eat his donuts. That's Tim Hortons. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> What was the... Uh, you had a question about... Did I? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you I'm a, just talking. What? Yeah, I know. You I'm had a question talking. about a character. No, I've forgotten. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were to play a character... Oh. Either existing or new on the show, what would who would it be? Oh, my God. I, I am a... I'm, I'm bad, bad, bad actor, so I could never do it. Um, so I'd, You'd be Connor, Connor's uh, distant cousin. <laughs> no, I think I would probably be uh, the ostrich. I think that's probably. <laughs> and that's so. It's uh, the ostrich has always just been a nickname. It's never been an actual ostrich. It's that, that's the character is the ostrich. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's, revealed, yeah. it's revealed that I was the ostrich that got fucked. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Oh my god! Because Ginger and Boots don't talk either, right? Yeah, no, exactly. That would be their first name, their first word, first words. Who is that? It's the ostrich. (laughs) Yeah, what are we looking at right now? My God, the fucking in the flesh. I think you just broke Dean's brain a little bit. (laughs) Yes, I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. Yeah, I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. Oh Jesus. Uh, I swerved you right there, didn't I? You didn't see, you didn't see that coming, did you? No, that, no, that's but that's excellent. I, I yeah, you pitch that shit. I want to, I want to see it, and I want to say, I, I just want to thanks, Dean, <laughs> for your inspiration. Yeah, yeah, you know, once this is all over, if you wanted to like show your appreciation by inviting, um, you know, some podcasters that you know yeah, of course, up of to visit. So let's let's switch to music for a little. Oh bit. yeah. Mm. Top five Canadian bands. Oh, buddy, that's a tough one. Okay, no, <laughs> it's not actually. Number one is April Wine. <laughs> okay, is that funny? Yeah, it is funny because I remember April Wine. From, I mean, I even got them down here in the states, in Texas. So. Oh, buddy, April Wine puts on a fucking show. They're hit after hit after hit. Big April Wine yeah. guy over here. Didn't they? Didn't they have like two drummers? And is that? Uh, they were that. okay. But they do I'm do just, a cover of King Crimson's 21st Century Schizoid Man. That's not easy. To, <laughs> that's not easy to cover. Okay. I'm a big April Wine guy. I uh oh, okay. This is uh we're gonna, gonna we're gonna go CanCon. We're gonna go CanCon. <laughs> uh boot sauce. I'm just kidding, not boot sauce. Um <laughs> Are um, you writing these down, TR? <laughs> no, I was looking for something and it didn't work. Okay. There's just That's so what many I do. Options, so many decades, so many whatever. I mean, I grew up in the 90s, a big Eric's Trip, big Eric's Trip fan. That's great. Okay. Named after a Sonic Youth song. Kind of sounds like you might imagine. Eric's Trip is in the top five for sure. Like Eric's Trip a lot. Um, maybe I'm going with, uh, 
the Super Friends. Super Friends are a good uh, good band from the '90s. It's going to be mostly just '90s stuff. You know? If and he the- was to name off his favorite bands, it would be '70s and '80s. And if I named off mine, it would I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Well, the problem is I can't ever remember the names of shit. So. Uh, I can shadow, remember bands better than my kids. Shadowy Planet. They did the the kids in the hall theme, obviously. Oh right. They've done uh, a million other great, great songs. Uh, I'm a huge Shadowy Men fan. Uh, the kids in the hall is my favorite show of all time. Obviously, uh, you could probably read that. Um, great show, yes. Great show. And oh, what's going to be the fifth one here? What? Uh, let's go around. What's? Uh, what's? Uh, no, nothing from Calgary. No, that's for sure. Vancouver. <laughs> Dan Albertans. Yeah, uh, maybe the the pointed sticks, the pointed sticks, uh, '80s band from uh, from Vancouver, big pointed all sticks right. band, like the pointed sticks. Cool. So there, those those, those will, five. I'll have all to right. check all those out. Listen, I'll make, I... I'll make a little playlist. It'll be good. Nice. Yeah. Oh Excellent. yeah, we are we <laughs> we voraciously listen to Spotify these days. So yes. Spotify yeah. playlists are a great way to go. Make you, make you a little nice CanCon. CanCon playlist because I usually have one going at all times anyway. Just when I I'm out of country and I feel homesick. Yeah, very nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I don't know I don't know a lot of Canadian bands. Of course, Rush. I mean, because they were they were inspirational when I was a teenager. I can name Celine Dion and William Shatner. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Chamberlain, great Jason Siegel vehicle SLC punk. Rush's music is complex and perfect. Uh, yeah, yeah. I love. I mean, Neil Peart fucking amazing drummer i, I have an yeah because bonham or pert bottom <laughs> agreed <Yeah. laughs> i mean pert was amazing fucking bottom was mind-blowing listen so. if you guys want to talk dad jokes i can go all day if you want to talk dad <laughs> rock i can go all month okay. <laughs> that's a podcast the two of you should put on because seriously yeah he I mean, could too <laughs> yeah I'm, i got dad rock yeah <laughs> yeah you do i got dad I rock I'm a I'm a big big dad rock kind of guy, so <laughs> uh, yeah, Bonham. I mean, it's it's got to be Bonham. Bonham's uh, come on, you heard Disney a legend, too? goddamn legend, yeah, and and died after drinking forty shots of vodka or whatever. There's whatever a story of the this uh, DJ on the classic rock station in Ottawa called Shea 106. Uh, I don't know if it's true or not, but I really hope it is. That like he kind of wanted to get fired kind of like that DJ in Buffalo playing like uh, buddy Holly over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so he just kept playing Moby Dick over and over again, <laughs> which for the I listeners see. who don't know is mostly just like a seven minute drum solo. Oh God. And he kept throwing to it professionally. Be like, Oh, you're listening to shit. 106. Here we go. Another time with Moby Dick. And then <laughs> between like play 11 and 12, he played the recording of the station manager calling him and screaming at him. <laughs> And to this day, you're not allowed to play Moby Dick on the radio in Ottawa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> why is there? Why are there no guitar solos in pop music anymore? See, I have been talking about this for a while, and um, I guess it's because you got to be three minutes long instead of five minutes long. Um, there are some good indie bands out there who like tried to bring back like the Slumberland record stuff, like Pains of Being Pure at Heart, like who brought back the guitar solo. Um, a lot of the music that um, uh, I wrote and that was on the show, um, there's a guitar solo because I'm not a great singer. So I was like, hey, here's a verse without me singing. Here's a yeah, verse I'm- from my singing. 
um yeah because yeah i'm because i'm i'm a musician too i mean i have been a musician i haven't played in a while but yeah i mean i miss the guitar solo i mean the 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 musicianship not just i mean i like the singing but else i like the rest of it i mean that's like why i like bonham why i like you know the guitar solo and all that stuff oh yeah it just it just it seems to be missing Tiara would probably disagree with me. Well, we just come to it from two different <laughs> angles. I came to it from the singer-songwriter point of view growing up. You came to it from playing all of the instruments that I couldn't do. So Better you're question. into instrumentals, I'm into vocalists. Yes. Secondary question, where the hell's the saxophone solo gone? I mean, exactly. Right? Long time. I left in the oh, 80s. Oh, man. Like, my biggest dream is to have... Uh, like to sing with a big band or to sing with like a good old jazz band with all of the horns. Oh, Brian sets or orchestra. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> like mo postmodern jukebox more. If someone's blowing hot horn, I'm in. Okay. If you're blowing yeah. hot horn in 2020, I'm in. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I like, that's why I like Brian sets or orchestra. I mean, mm -hmm. got, you got that fat Gretsch and, and the horns just wailing away. That was just that, the Gretsch White Falcon was my guitar when I was a guitar oh. player. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much, I mean, Jim yeah. Heath from Reverend Horton Heat uh, is probably one of my favorite, you know, that that style, that uh, that Memphis claw picking. Yeah. I mean, just amazing. So uh, I could talk music all day. <laughs> yeah, you can. Psychobilly <laughs> <laughs> like freakout. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big, yeah, because that's that was my last band. I was a rockabilly band. So oh, I, I played like, upright, uh, upright bass. And he he uh, he flirted with me through Whole Lot of Baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, at a, uh, I was in Atlanta like a month and a half ago, and I was staying at this hotel called the Claremont Lounge. Everyone look it up. Everyone go there when you're there. It's a boutique hotel that's over top of a strip club. And the strip club is not your average strip club. What it is, is a band that's basically, imagine the Cramps, still alive and young today, playing. Yeah. And imagine um, amazing women in their mid-60s uh, getting naked on stage. <laughs> I think I need to go here. Holy <laughs> shit. That was... This sounds wonderful. <laughs> and then when you're done, you're like, let's take the elevator upstairs to my, to my room. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't have to get, you know, you don't have to worry about driving anywhere. It, it, yeah. It reminds me of a roller derby after party a little bit. <laughs> Gotta love roller well, derby. Well, maybe not anymore. Yeah, she was she was a derby girl. <laughs> Old school. Not now it's all like actual athletes and stuff. I was not an athlete. <laughs> I like roller derby. There was a it was big in the twenties and the seventies and the nineties and sort of now mm -hmm. again. And I actually DJ'd a couple of uh bouts uh mm -hmm. and uh but uh I always feel like there should be a little like it's a great sport. It's interesting. It has, you know, um some some strategy to it but i always felt like we're just presenting it wrong you know there should be like more fireworks and less people talking <laughs> during the bout <laughs> oh my god oh yeah so when i first started playing roller derby there were things like um biggest center of the game where they would spin the penalty wheel and it would be things like audience members could like bid to give her a smack on the ass or something like that. Like oh boy. it was all still show when I was, when I first started yeah, doing wearing, it. Wearing fishnets. Fishnets and tutus <laughs> and face paint and glitter. And it was amazing and it was punk rock and I loved it. Yeah. What was your roller name? <laughs> um, my original one was Rose Red Rum. <laughs> Not bad. Then it, then it turned to then, Red Cross. Then it was Red Cross because of you. Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> Mr. Right Cross. <laughs> so people called me Red Cross. And then um, when I was an official for the last few years, I was Miss Red. 
it's still like, am misread. It's like having a it's like having a drag queen name, you know. It's like absolutely it's, it's yeah. fun about it. You know, you could be Helena Handbasket or something. It'd be great. I knew a Helena Handbasket. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Well, she, I'll, she'll say, "Oh, we're gonna go over to you know," and she give me a derby name. Like, who the hell is? Oh, it's. <laughs> yeah. Well, these days, I so I've been retired fully for a couple of years now. Mm -hmm. It took a really long time for me to get completely out of the scene. <laughs> um, but like ten years ago, everyone I knew, I didn't know their real name. Like, yeah, easy. Yeah, I, at least I, it's and like, now most of us are like, ah, I'm 45. I can't do that anymore. <laughs> I kind of love that. Like it was, uh, when I was mentioning my friend uh, Anthony earlier. He was like a drag queen, very prominent drag queen named Chandelier, and um, we uh, we became friends when I was in. Uh, I used to be married, and when I was on my honeymoon in uh, Palm Springs, and um, a Judy Garland impersonator came up, and there was like, there's someone else from Vancouver over there, and he was like waving, and I was like, I don't fucking know that guy uh, because i had never seen him not be chandelier <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, it went to a show and my wife was uh, not very happy because i was spending more time with him and it was a whole oh, <laughs> really, oh man fun. my bachelorette party was at a drag show <laughs> It started at the strip club and ended at the drag show. The Acropolis. Yeah. Which everybody called the Acrotulips. Yeah, still do. <laughs> good. Acropolis <laughs> good. You know what's okay, so the to, to bring it back to me, um the, uh, the 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 we don't fight at weddings episode. That was the first yes. full episode I ever wrote. And um that there's that riff where they're like, what are we going to name the pride, uh, the pride parade? And they all riff yes. on names of movies. Now I got to say, I did lift those, a lot of those from my friend, Haley Ray, uh, and, <laughs> uh, and, uh, my friend Anthony and the night that they met, she was telling him the names for pornos that are riffs on, on movies. And nice. when she said, um, my cock your lips now, uh, <laughs> The scene, and then like Dan goes uh, Redux, uh, and uh, Anthony left the bar and ran around the entire block of the city, <laughs> like Kermit the Frog with his hands in the air. Um, and I gotta say that like the, the if you put the captions on for that like for that scene, they're all super wrong because <laughs> oh my god, that is, I uh, yeah, Star I Wars. tend to have to watch them with captions, and I'm like, that's not what the, no. Lori <laughs> says. Uh, Star Wars Vogue One, which is pretty funny, but they just write it as Star Wars Rogue One, which is kind of funnier. <laughs> you got a Rogue One, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so, getting back to the writing side of things sure, why not? <laughs> she's, she's gonna die over there yeah um so <laughs> he's the one that keeps me on track i'm the one that like just talks i like so, it yeah <laughs> this is real brothers brother it, it, i like it. it it's it's bad that i'm the one that have to keep shit on on, on track. it's fantastic for me <laughs> so which which of the characters that you've written for uh is the least that which one of the actors is least like their character Oh, is the least like their character? Mm -hmm. um, uh, let me just go through them here. Um, uh, probably TJ. Yeah, Tyler is a he's a jock. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I took Tyler. Yeah, that to was a, an interesting discovery. <laughs> I took Tyler yeah. to a Canucks game, and 
I feel like I there's like my favorite team is the Bruins, and um, my second favorite team is just like I don't know watching the Canucks lose. Uh, <laughs> and I took them to a Canucks and Ducks game, and I had this collection of vintage jerseys. And I took my jacket off, and it was just a legitimate Mighty Ducks jersey. And he was like, I just don't know why you got to hate on my city, man. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, the the scene in Valentine's where him and Wayne are going back and forth about whatever, and it's funny. He's like, oh, well, Stuart kind of knows about hockey. It's just like, I mean, there was definitely moments where I was like, oh, can I write, can I shit on the Canucks and make Stuart shit on the Canucks? Because it would kill him. (laughs) He loves the Canucks. Okay? He loves hockey. Well, I mean, I love that him and uh, Jared have, have played Don Cherry. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. They both played Don yeah. Cherry. Yeah, <laughs> and I, yeah, the 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 Letter Kenny versus Penny when you know they were uh, they didn't want us <laughs> that that Don Cherry was somebody who was you know a little couldn't you know you couldn't always <laughs> say that the, the, the that was the charity because he's kind of you know problematic <laughs> a little problematic there for some folks. Yeah, I mean he's uh he's stayed the same for a long, long time and the world sort of moved past, I guess. You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but he had some very nice suits. <laughs> that guy made his suits by going to Fabricland in Toronto and then <laughs> picking out upholstery. I'm not kidding. I think oh. there's an episode of the Rick Mercer report about it. And <laughs> he like goes and he goes to his like his suit guy and he's like, Hey, make this he's like sure I can make this out of this upholstery. I don't know. <laughs> Oh. It's like those pull the pull those curtains down. <laughs> right. I Carol like, Burnett, yes. done with the wind thing. Yes. <laughs> I like grapes a little bit more than like saying that even a stop clock tells the right time twice a day. Like I like mm-hmm. a little bit more than that. Um yeah. but uh I was time to put them out to pasture, you know. Um Yeah. I mean, you can, it's, you know, you can remember the old times. You don't need to leave them up there anymore. Yeah. I understand that. I knew his X's and O's. He was like, usually right about a lot of things. It maybe just wasn't the platform for a lot of, I mean, you know, uh, I, uh, there's definitely, we've all had moments of looking and be like, eh, grapes, buddy. That's not, <laughs> that's, uh, I mean, quantifiably wrong there, pal. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but Canadian icon. <laughs> <laughs> We don't even need yeah. to talk about icons who are problematic, says the American. Oh, you, sure. you don't you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Uh, so, uh, let's see. Um, let's, uh, oh, very important question. Uh-huh. Uh, Dogs or cats? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, he's about to blow it. I'm going to I'm going to say as my official answer, cats. I had a um, feeling. Yeah, but, me too. <laughs> I will also say a couple things. One, I am extremely allergic to cats. <laughs> but, like, I have cat power. I think a cat person would say. <laughs> I have extreme cat power, and I, I, it frustrates me that I can't use it, you know? Um, yep. Because, like, I can walk by a cat and be like, hey, come here a minute. And the cat will. And they'll be like, that cat just bites people. I'm like, well, the cat belongs to me now. Like, <laughs> but I, I also feel like, Cats and dogs, like, if you've ever owned both at the same time, you know, like, they serve different purposes. <laughs> you know, when you're, like, going through, like, heartbreak or trauma and, like, some of your friends are just a distraction and you need that and some of your friends are, like, there to cry on and you need that. Like, cry mm. on a dog 
and let the cat get you drunk you know like yeah yeah so opposite like the reasons or whatever like i think this <laughs> no, movie the- is a milo and otis this shit you got a cat and a dog at the same time <laughs> the cat no the cat's gonna say you got your shit in this mess you fucking figure it out <laughs> yeah like, oh not the cat that i had though remember <laughs> the cat that i had would have been like oh i'm a dog <laughs> I, and i like and i like a dog that's like a cat it's pansexual animal behavior really okay yeah. like i like a greyhound because it just acts like a cat but it's an enormous dog <laughs> <laughs> it sleeps 18 hours a day just like me you know it just pokes you with its nose being like i guess i gotta go out and pee or whatever <laughs> hey, hey bitch wake up yeah like i like a dog that acts like a cat and a cat that acts like a dog it's it's this gendered and species spectrum is wide okay everything's a spectrum yeah, I, we should no longer base se- se- sexu- sexuality and we should it should be in cat and dog terms that's it Cat person, dog person. Yeah, I mean, if you ask that, me, if I am a cat person, like the show, like the like the the movie, and like Andrew Lloyd Webber cats, I am a cat person. <laughs> oh, I, mean, God. Listen, I sleep. Oh, I still have not been high enough to watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also hate musicals. Uh, and uh, I think that, thank like, you. except for all that jazz, I would. Lo- I love all that jazz. Oh, I love yeah, Rocky but, Horror. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, I Hairspray. sleep fifteen hours a day, and when I'm awake, I'm really chatty. And if I sleep next to you, I don't respect your personal space. Like. I, <laughs> You ask about a cat up. person, I'm a literal cat person. I'm a cat man. You know, I am very feline. Yeah, at least at least the dogs wait for you to move a little bit before they, they jump on the bed. They do. <laughs> no, they I'm, do. We know, have three giant dogs on your face. try to sleep on the bed with us at night. But they only try to get up on my side. Yeah, they mm-hmm. don't try that shit with me. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's because if I'm sleeping, I'm just going to move over and they want me to spoon them. Yes. So then you're spooning me and I'm spooning them and it's perfect. Yeah, it's a real spoon train. <laughs> real Except level. you have no room in the bed and the sheet is probably not covering you all the way because that sounds like a cocaine song about by Jane's addiction. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good uh it's good it's a good nineties reference. So you guys really are in Seattle, hey? Yeah, oh bit. yeah. <laughs> so lightning oh. round questions. Okay, before okay. the yeah. All yeah, right, sure. cool. Cake or pie? Cake. That's what she would be. Definitely. Uh, I already asked you this bottom or part, uh, bottom. Um, what do you put in your coffee? I don't drink coffee. Good answer. <laughs> You're the first one who ever did not say something that made him happy. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I haven't drank coffee in 20 years. Oh, oh my God. I'm born and raised in Seattle. I, I love the smell of coffee. I cannot stand the taste. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm more of a drinking and cigarette guy. <laughs> I quit cigarettes two years ago, but I smoked a lot of pot. Yeah, <laughs> that'll happen. I drink a lot of coffee, and I'm a wino. That's about it. Yeah, <laughs> I have a, I like to have a, a bloody mary every now and again. Sure. Yeah. Uh, is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> yeah. You know why? Because uh, it's listed under sandwiches at the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's a, a better that's answer a than valid, what you had before. Valid yeah. Valid reason. Yeah. <laughs> my, my 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 buddy Don he calls it a tube meat taco. Yep. Tube meat taco. That's really that's, that's filthy sound. Which makes you say is a taco a sandwich? <laughs> Uh yeah, but then I think Don was like, "No, a taco is a euro, <laughs> or a pita pouch, or stuff." Jesus like that's Christ. the kind of guy that this guy is. You know I'm right. <laughs> I love you, Don. I know you're listening. <laughs> um, uh, best decade for music. Eighties. Yes. Agreed. You know why? It's because uh, they're referencing the second best era, which is the fifties. Like every hit in the eighties is a cover from the fifties. And just about. and if you look yep. at like the, the billboard charts, you're like, that was weirdly experimental, and I can't believe this was top in the charts. Like absolutely. <laughs> the 80s. Yeah. It's not it's not even close. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 
I mean, because yeah, you had you had hard rock bands mm -hmm. and pop bands hitting the top of the charts at the same time. I mean, you had fucking playing like Supreme songs yeah. and yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you had you had yeah Bowie and and um, Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. So yeah, doing a Martha <laughs> Reeves cover. Yeah, oh my god! Uh, <laughs> no, I'm imagining it. it's terrible. Oh my god! <laughs> right? It's the only thing I've ever been like sad about with Bowie. So. <laughs> Favorite type of cuisine? Uh, Japanese izakaya. All right. Yeah, cool. Japanese tapas. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, it's good. Like it's like Japanese street food a little bit. It's like uh, chicken karagi and like ebi mayo and sort of stuff like that. I've been eating it every day in quarantine. <laughs> I would. Yeah, I, if I if I ate something every day, it would probably be teriyaki. Yeah, there you go. I would hate you. <laughs> There's so love, much salt in it. I that. love teriyaki. I yeah, I can eat it like once a month. Put some sriracha on it. That's oh. different. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. The Japanese perfect like, it. It's like the, like it's one of these things. It's like Bushido culture, like perfects things. Like it's like scotch and shoegaze. You know, we pretend the Scots are the best because they invented it, but the Japanese really did a way better job at it, you know? And it's the same <laughs> with like fried chicken. It's like, nah, Japanese fried chicken is better than every fried chicken in the world. Oh, I don't know if I'd agree with that. <laughs> she would challenge you. I make some pretty good fried chicken. Make pretty good fried chicken. I mean, like, I, I get, I, I get it. Like, you know, I spend a lot of time in the south. <laughs> I spent a lot of time in the south. I just got back here from. I just got back here from Nashville <clears throat> way earlier because America kicked me out. Um, well, they didn't kick me you're, out. You're better I, off. Trust me. They were kind of like, better I'm not gonna take care of you if you get sick. I'm like, but I have insurance. And your insurance was like, not anymore. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> That's why I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> my my dad's family is from Louisiana and Texas, and my mom's family is Canadian. Mm -hmm. So I've got a nice little mix. That's all a little right. bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Okay. Well, you know, it's uh... <laughs> my mom's terrible cooking, and my dad's southern cooking. <laughs> Canadian cooking, <laughs> Canadian cooking ain't great. I gotta admit that too. Yeah, there's no Canadian. Hey, British cooking. My mom. Well, it took until my mom got divorced before she learned how to cook. You ha you don't know this, but we when I was a kid growing up, dad was the one that cooked because mom would burn boiling water. Like she would forget that she put water on to boil and it would boil away, and she would be burning the. Like that's how my mom cooked. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember telling you about the bologna toasted bologna crap that she made the other day. Oh, that's, that's, her comfort food was like fried Canadian. bologna and onion and like must. Oh, yeah. No, I, I had a Dutch mother with a British father. So imagine a Dutch immigrant cooking British food on a budget. And you ever you ever boil something till it falls apart? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Old beans on toast. Corn uh, beef and cabbage. Oh, oh yeah. Not great. Not great. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Your your dad, a a, a large black Louisianan, mm -hmm. making Irish food. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, he's Creole. Yeah. Still not Irish. There, there is Irish in there. Is there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's the black Irish. Hey, I I had Funny. an aunt who had red hair and freckles and passed for white in the South in the fifties. I'm pretty yes. sure there's more redheads in there somewhere. <laughs> All right. What's your aunt's name? And do you have her number? Can I have that? <laughs> Sounds kind of like uh, my shit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we need we need some uh pass for white folks on Letterkenny and <laughs> a, a trans passing for white folk. Uh, <laughs> <there you> <laughs> so 
you have some? Yeah, no, no. I'm waiting for the thing. What am I? What, what do you? What? Oh, oh, I don't. I, I can't. You get don't it. have the button. I don't oh. right now. We usually okay. have little theme music for our game that we play, and I'm very disappointed. Yeah, I unfortunately my my <laughs> the hard drive that I had it on is not connecting right now, so oh. that's why I can't get it. Fix and post. I will. I can do that. Uh, I, <laughs> so basically, I have this this it's a soundboard button that it goes. Um, so let me you probably have well a this isn't that's it's, from the most recent episode okay, that's fine i think it has everybody in it <laughs> probably so, so what we usually do is um for me because i'm the one answering these things yeah. we have a guest every week who is just a fan of the show yeah. most of the time yeah um and we talk about whatever episode we're doing i think we just finished season seven, seven. we yeah, just finished seven, seven. um so in each episode, we'll name each of the characters that showed up in that episode, and then we'll put them into one of those three categories. Right, and so for our like, guests, fuck, Mary kill. It's not like you're giving me like, <laughs> you know, three of the designing women, and I just decide which one I'm befriending and fucking. And exactly. 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 But because, it's kind of backwards from that. But, but also, yeah. So and also, yeah. And also, because this may be their one time on the show, right. they, 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 they could, it doesn't necessarily have to be this episode. For me, it's like specific episodes. Would I fuck Tannis in this episode? Hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's got the big Tannis energy. I got the big Tannis energy. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's that, so that's basically how we do it. Okay. So like, and we all, so we always start with the Hicks. So, so Wayne, of course, is the first. Yeah. And are we doing a specific episode today? Uh, no. We, no. Well, I mean, we just we, in general, general if like, we, okay, we're going through all of them, and what I fuck, fight, or yeah. befriend. Them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll fuck Wayne. If you're coming, if you, yeah. If you're, <laughs> a lot of guys (laughs) i don't think jared listens to us so (laughs) i don't like i don't want wayne to fuck me i want to fuck wayne like i think that okay i would definitely fuck i mean so then we're so yeah yeah and we always assume we always assume consent is is there oh yeah Uh, in the case of this we assume that everybody has the parts that everybody is okay with and everybody is attracted and consenting i show up with some poppers and an actual puppy puppies and he falls in love with me right and then we make another love in the barn yeah sure there you go on the barley on the barley and then dairy is next dairy yeah um i'm gonna i'm gonna fight dairy i think i'd take him Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, he's kind of yeah. Depends on if he's been drinking, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I mean, a lot. You know, going back to Wayne real quick. A lot of guys will fight Wayne just because, just so they get his respect. Yeah. So because even, even if you lose lose to him, he's you'll you'll, you'll he'll still be your friend. Yeah. Like joint boy. I'm pretty sure. The... Yeah. Pretty sure Wayne will respect me after I fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd, probably so. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> you want to come to a super hard birthday party? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I already came to that party, man. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Miss Katie. Oh, that's Ferda. Yeah, yeah. Gonna gonna befriend Katie. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, I think you want you want you want Katie on your on your team immediately. Oh, right? Yeah. 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 Because she's yeah. You know, I've I'm, and I've always been the same way. I mean, I want to talk shit with Katie. And I kind of I, I kind of <laughs> have the same I kind of have the same response. Well, well, both with Bonnie McMurray, like how Wayne is with Bonnie McMurray. I have that same response with Kate with Katie is like, well, she's a pretty girl, but, yeah. you know, she's 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 a bit young. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, Katie can do anything a guy can do. And, uh, you know, you want to have your you want to have your squad be a be as uh, 
you know, as varied as possible. And uh, anyone who's yeah. known me knows most of my most of my best friends are gals anyway. So, yeah, you know, that's uh, Katie B in the number one spot. I think she's gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna defer to Katie. Yeah, agreed. Right. Yeah. Squirrely Dan. Squirrely Dan. I'm gonna fuck him. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, because yes. because I mean he's into butt stuff. So he's yeah. adventurous, exactly. Yes. Yeah, he, he and he's snuggly. But, but that's why that, that's so that's what's so funny to me is I know that he's done the butt stuff yeah. uh, with Ellen, but it's still a little. But 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 in Nut, he was just <laughs> he was by he was porn. freaked out. Yes. Yeah, he was freaked out by the porn he was into. <laughs> I think that he didn't want to share with his good close friends that part of his life, you know. But, uh, but he yeah, was he was just looking so concerned. If he's if he's into paying attention to the buttholes, that sounds great. I'm into that. I'll, there you go. I'll fuck Dan. Glenn. Uh Glenn, I will um can I like fuck and fight Glenn? <laughs> can I like turn go from a fight into he, fucking him? He he may be into he, that. He, I sound I'm pretty sure that he would be into it. That just feels canon to me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, I'm gonna to I'm actually load. I'm gonna take that back. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fur to Glenn. I need a man of God on my side, you know. You like I like to roll with an A team, you know. I need someone who's good at computers, someone who's going to get us into nightclubs, someone who's good with explosives. I like when a plan comes together. What movie is this? It's from A-Team. If you can find them, you can call the A-Team. McMurray. Oh, McMurray. Uh, I'm going to fuck McMurray. I'm fucking everybody, honestly. This seems like a good idea. Um, Yeah. McMurray seems like a guy who is... uh, into the in, into into a lot of a lot of playful fun things you know he's looking good in a tight t-shirt i i think <laughs> i think i'm gonna fuck mcmurray yeah absolutely okay. uh, you'd be you'd be his first because i ain't want to use it uh you got your street you got your, uh, nah, your day. depends how much fucking gin you put in him <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably now everyone's uh, a speak- sexual if you get him in the right situation <laughs> roller derby uh, after parties <laughs> So and that brings us to Mrs. McMurray. Uh, oh. I am going to. Um, uh, uh, I think I'm going to fight Mrs. McMurray. <laughs> I think I'm going to let her beat oh. me up. I want to get sexy murdered by Mrs. McMurray. <laughs> sexy murder. Yeah. Oh my god. I wanna, I wanna, That's uh, like an. Is that a fetish? Because it should sexy. be. Oh yeah. Stay get sexy, sexy murdered. Stay sexy, I, I talk don't about this. This is a constant discussion with my friends and I. Who do you want to be sexy murdered by? You know. Oh, <laughs> I can. I can be down with that. <laughs> sexy murder. That's how I want to go. Yeah. I want to get sexy murdered. <laughs> like what is that basic instinct yeah i would love to get like quick in the first scene of a movie yeah yeah, yeah. make it quick please i don't want i don't have pain yeah. right i want to get Catherine trammeled by mrs mcmurray yeah uh tannis uh tannis i uh gotta i gotta uh if you if you don't fur to tannis you're making a huge mistake. All right. She's making, <laughs> she's always barbecuing really well. And I, oh, yeah. and I'm really bad at cooking. I'm pretty useless in the kitchen. Um, and then also now you have like an even bigger squad and what I'm looking for is a squad here. <laughs> right. You know? I can see that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. I, I want to fuck everybody in your squad though. So coach, <laughs> uh, I want to fight coach. <laughs> yeah i think so but i'd say no kicking it'd be like it'd be, a, it'd be, now, it'd be real, quick, real quick do you think do you think he killed barb 
this is something that's come up in yeah. a, a lot recently the, the, I mean, in season seven. Right. And uh, do, you, do you think Barb died in the house? I mean, he and then he kept him there like psycho. Yeah, yeah, I keeps Barb preserved in the back room. Yeah, he's, Barb lives as a corpse in a, a rocking chair <laughs> for sure. Yeah, uh, Mark Forward is so funny. <laughs> I fucking uh, love him. <laughs> he's good. He's good stuff. Yeah. Now and, and now we usually put these these folks together, but we can separate them as you like. Uh, Riley and Jonesy. Riley and Jonesy, I am going to, um, I'm going to furta, and here's why. Um, because sometimes when you're out at a bar or a club or something like that, what you want is what you like to call the sheepdog. You know, like you see a bunch of gals over there, and you're like, those gals kind of looking over here, we're looking at them. And what you want is to send in sheepdogs um, who are so stupid and off-putting <laughs> that they just like, they go over there and talk to them, and then the girls just come your way. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You want a sheep? You want? Yeah. A, you want a sheep, Yeah, you want some? Yeah. you want some sheep dogs. I know they come as a package, so I'm gonna refer to them so they can sheep dog the the, the people at me at the bar. <laughs> I mean, because yeah, they they have to be together because they share one brain cell. Absolutely. So, yep. Yep. Yeah. So uh, and then after Dax and Ron, uh, Dax and Ron, I uh, it's if you're not fucking Dax and Ron, you're making a huge mistake. As, right. I mean. I mean, you want to get wear protection, of course. <laughs> you want well, to get, they do. Yeah. If Riley and Jonesy need to be reminded. If, yeah, exactly. If you're not getting Chinese finger trapped by the boys, I don't know what you're thinking about doing, really, honestly. So. Finger cuffs. Yeah. You'd be damned to me. <laughs> we just watched, we just watched uh, yeah, Chasing, Chasing Amy. Amy. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How does that hold up? Oh, God. Apart yeah. from the Mighty Mighty Boston song in the first scene. <laughs> Well, it's, I mean, it's definitely interesting. Yep. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, cause was a lot more fond of it when I was younger. I'll put it that way. <laughs> but I, I will say that was complete by erasure for a movie. Oh yeah. There was, it was either gay or straight and that was it. Yeah. So I thought you were gay. Well, <laughs> I'm in love with him now. Yeah. She's playing the pronoun game with her lesbian friends to kick her out. It's right. Scary. That movie should be called by erasure. I bet you in like Japan yeah. it's called that or something like <laughs> it's probably like the man can fix her. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely problematic from, from uh, both sides of things. It's, but it's still got a lot of good stuff to it, but I do have to admit I spent most of that movie going, Oh, uh, God, I used to like this. Oh. Uh, oh, and I had a crush on her. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, Tyson and Joints Boy. <laughs> Tyson and Joint Boy, am I going to? Um, uh, you know, okay, so I'm the kind of guy who also likes a couple of Herculeses in his Hercules, 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 in his in his squad, you know, um, uh, gentle giants. Uh, you know, I've got one. I've got one in mind. Uh, I got my my friend Lane is an enormous like like national power lifter, but he power lifts to like Bell and Sebastian, <laughs> like, because he's an adorable sweetheart it. and I love him. And he like I'll go to his competitions and he'll be wearing like you know the. The, the unitard or whatever and he gets up and he's like get jacked and screaming i'm like what are you listening to he puts his headphones on me and i'm like this is bell and sebastian dude he's like well you gave me this record and i think it's really good so you know so i think i need to have been ocm by i think it could have been ocm by susan aglikirk yeah i need some sort of progressive thinking Herculean kind of guys in the squad i think they're they're important and that's, yeah that's i got it because like me and tannis are gonna mouth off to people drunk in this squad yeah. that i'm 
assembling here. I mean, she's probably she's probably a good fuck buddy anyway. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I just want to cheer her on as like she just goes up to guys in the bar and says literally anything, and they're like, "Whatever you say." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right? Step on my throat, please. Yeah. Just like her go up and be like, "Hey, man, what's your body saying? Buy me a drink," and then be like, "It works," and I'd be like, "That's my that's, that's my co-pilot in this furta that I've created for myself." <laughs> Yeah, I, I would bet out of all the characters who are most like all the actors who are most like their character, it'd, pro it'd probably be her because she is fucking fierce. I mean, <laughs> um, who is the most like their character? Uh, it's probably uh, Evan. <laughs> hmm. OK, I can see that. Yeah. The, the energy. Yeah, I love I fucking love him. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he's he's he, I don't know where he finds his energy. Like, you're like, what'd you do today? And I'll be like, I don't know. I slept fucking 14 hours, man. And then I had like some chocolate milk. I don't know. What did you do? And he's like, well, I did a million things. Uh, and I was like, I don't know. Day or a week. Just stop that. Go yeah. sit down, boy. God, God bless. That makes me happy, though, that he's like that in real life. <laughs> I, think, I don't know why it makes me happy, but it just does. He's just, he's just like, yeah, he gets shit done. And, uh, and, uh, I'm, I don't. So I admire him. Yeah. Same. I feel you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Marianne and Betty Ann. Right. Adore. Now we have interviewed one of them and we are about to interview the other. So we can pass on this answer one way or the other. If you'd like. If you'd like. You know, I guess they're technically co workers. <laughs> so I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to HR this situation. No, that's fine. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna move on. <laughs> I mean, they've always been on my on, mm. on my fuck list. So mm -hmm. uh, I, uh, mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't necessarily have a list, but I, I definitely I I, uh, I admire uh, Kelly and Jess are, are are two two people that I uh, have a lot of admiration for, and I think yeah. everyone should too. Jess, Jess is fucking amazing. Right. I mean, she is not only she's gorgeous, she's brilliant. I mean, funny and, and funny. Oh my God. I, I was, I was kind of, I mean, she is very unlike. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it's so I, I, was I, I really... seriously was just like, I would get distracted staring at her. <laughs> she, it was terrible. Yeah, she, <laughs> she is. She's definitely stunning. Those two are um, my favorite to write for maybe I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, the fucking mitt jokes are great. <laughs> I uh, I think my favorite joke I ever wrote for the show was the Dusty Springfield joke um, about her being like, your mitt's so dusty, I heard it singing Son of a Preacher Man. <laughs> the, oh, the, the, shit, the fucking, um, the, the Kelsey grammar. <laughs> I, think, I think we wrote like 200 mitt jokes. Oh my God. Because <laughs> yeah, I had asked. So funny. Yeah, I asked them uh, how because uh, uh, Kelly, they were both on the uh, Reddit AMA uh, recently, yeah. and uh, asked how how many how many of the jokes didn't get made didn't make it. She is it all of them made it that that they were given. So I, I figured there had to be more. Oh yeah, no, that's like sometimes Keith will be like, "Hey, uh, can you can you write one of these a couple of these jokes?" and be like, "Yeah, yeah, sure." And he's like, "I was expecting six. I was like, "Well, here's 60. Because uh, <laughs> that's the mood well, I was know, in. Save them for later. You can save them for later because I'm sure they'll be back. So. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> better yeah, be exactly. Um, so, uh, Stuart, Stuart, uh, uh, am I fighting like Jack Stewart or am I fighting regular Stuart? 
Yeah, well, he's kind of jacked point, in any way. Like, yeah, I mean, in I real mean, life, I think he get. I think he put on. He kind of got scrawny so that he could put it back on. <laughs> I would say that he put it on so he could go get scrawny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I've seen pictures of him. Uh, that that picture where they're all out like by the lake or wherever they are with the shirts uh, off, and they have their shirts off. I don't, have you seen that picture of? Uh, it's like. Kiso and Dales and Stuart and, and uh, Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, so yeah. there was a, there was a moment of there, like a tiny short half second pang of like, well, I wish I was invited to the lake. And then saw that picture. I was like, <laughs> I'm very happy. I was not invited to the lake. <laughs> They'd be like, yeah, all of them. it would have become a, a meme uh, about like, like me with all One my of these uh, things. Like, yeah, I, that's not, <laughs> I don't, I don't that, do that. Yeah. I, I, I do like the one meme about uh, that it got that it got tied in with Fight Club, and it's like uh, Tyler Durden saying the first rule of Fight Club, and then it shows the all of them standing out by like his end of the laneway. End of the laneway. That's the that's the first scroll. Um, so rolled. Uh, oh, did you? No, you didn't. You didn't answer about story yet. Oh right, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, if it's just regulars. Uh, I, uh, I, you know what? I got to fight Stuart because it's kind of like like Scott Pilgrim fighting Nega Scott. You know. <laughs> Yeah, like, I feel oh. like that's the closest I'm coming to ever fighting myself. <laughs> I fight like I would love to beat the living shit out of myself in high school. <laughs> like that's one of the things. Just like, yeah. smack Big that same. motherfucker around. I would love to beat the hell out of 17 year old Trevor Risk. So <laughs> that would be great. Uh, Roldy, uh, Roldy, I am um, going to man. I, I don't. I don't need gay gentlemen in my squad yet, really. So I'm going to refer to that guy. All right. He's um, in my pocket, just so you know. I have him, and just like I just keep him in my pocket because I love him so much. He's adorable. <laughs> He's my favorite. Jim Dickens. Jim Dickens. <laughs> yeah, I'm climbing that mountain. I'm gonna fuck Jim Dickens. Right. That's what everybody yes! says. <laughs> yeah. I'm I have literally said I want to climb him like a telephone pole. Yeah, I'm climbing. Dickens. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uh, Rosie. Oh yeah. Well, she's fucking drop dead gorgeous. <laughs> oh, Rosie, I. uh yeah, I uh, uh, can. Can I just like ask Rosie on a date? Because that's you know, and like hopefully at least see where it goes. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully at least to any one of the three, you know. Yeah, because all three of yeah. them really kind of turned me on. I think like there you go. Like, yeah. want to be friends. I'm like, I love being friends. And she's like, I want to fight you. Like, hit me in the face. Like that turns me on. <laughs> We'll see, we'll see where this goes. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, just, um, just begging, just just begging Rosie to go on a date with me. I think that's fine. That one. Uh. Anik. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna fuck Anik. <laughs> it's it's gonna be a hate fuck. No, uh, no, it's gonna like she's gonna hate fuck me. Hopefully. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What about Marie Fred? Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Gail. Uh, same thing. You're gonna get fucked up by Gail. Yeah, I would like Gail to, uh, to murder me with sex. <laughs> Sexy murder. I would like her to murder me with sex. sex. Give you an Alabama hot pocket. I, uh, <laughs> I'm not familiar with that term. Is it anything like a Saskatchewan switcheroo? I, it may, well, she's the one who said it, so I'm not sure exactly. <laughs> okay, what it is. Uh, uh, Bonnie McMurray. Bonnie McMurray. I am going to uh, fight. I think we would. Uh, I think we should fight. Okay. I don't know why. I think it'd be funny. <laughs> I should probably win too. Yeah, I'd be curious to see how she would fight. I would love to see Bonnie McMurray kick my ass. That'd be great. Yeah. She, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think she. I think she's probably. She'd probably be a bit of a badass. I mean, McMurray is a it, fighter, and yeah. Mrs. McMurray. Yeah. I mean, they're not related, but still. Bonnie's going like, to threaten to call the cops that. on me for hanging outside her fucking corner store smoking darts. And I'm like, <laughs> no, she's going to cold cock me in the face. And that counts as a fight. 
Yeah. 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 Uh, Con- Connor and Darian. Connor and Darian, I am going to uh, fight at the same time. <laughs> yeah. They'd be holding each other. Um, <laughs> yep. Oh, one I've left out because he hasn't been around in a while. Devin. Oh, yeah. Uh, Devin. Yeah, fuck Devin. <laughs> <laughs> but not in that way. <laughs> but yeah. in that way or I not mean, in that I way? I don't know. I've heard, uh, I've, I've, I've heard stuff. I don't, I don't get to answer this because I wasn't around for, uh, I wasn't no, around for Devin. Right. I, I understand, yeah, this but is, I've heard things. Is, you're, you're, creating, yeah. you're creating an anachronism here because I was there right <laughs> after Devin. We'll say that. Listen, no, that's okay. So you can, I mean, uh, it's, it's even more genuine than that case. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't here when I was here. I mean, I wasn't here. And so it's, I can honestly say, fuck that guy. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, yeah, just like, uh, it'd be anachronistic for me to do anything with him because I didn't live in that yeah. timeline. You know, I was yet <laughs> <laughs> the darkest timeline. I, that's um, where we are now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Did, did I miss anybody? Um, Rosie's cousin. Oh, yeah. Bradley. Bradley. Yeah. Thank Bradley. you. Yeah, I'm going to fight that fucker. <laughs> right um let's see uh, i'm trying to think of if i've missed anybody because yeah we've the, these last couple of episodes from says seven have had just about every eagles coach the eagles coach uh he doesn't have a name he doesn't have a name yeah, yeah. Shorzy? The eagles coach got shorzy. Uh, oh shorzy. Shorzy. well okay shorzy <laughs> the, and the, then the yang of Barts. <laughs> do the Bart, bart schultzy fisky uh boomtown and Barts. uh yeah, I can't remember the other one. I'm, uh... It's like the Smurfs <laughs> <laughs> or the Seven Dwarfs. You're trying to name them. You're like, yeah. If I could get, if I could get, uh... yeah, fucked by the Seven Dwarfs there, that'd be great. I'll think <laughs> Snow White me. That'd be fantastic. I'd love that. <laughs> that'd be great. Yep. Uh, and if I could well, get that's the tagline for this episode. That'd be great too, man. I'd like to be with that too. <laughs> uh yeah boomtown is adorable as well yeah so, i do boomer Phillips is just a great guy as it is, so. yeah, his name is boomer <laughs> uh that's that is funny um oh angie oh yeah i'm gonna admit right now angie is my letter kind of crush <laughs> yeah, right. i can see that no it's yeah pretty. That, that that scene between uh, between her and katie in the in the uh, both in puck bunny yeah where they're just kind of facing off <laughs> or katie's facing off with her and angie doesn't quite realize what's about to happen <laughs> yeah and it's just it's just hot <laughs> i uh like yeah i have a history of being attracted to uh that type of girl <laughs> the, one, the, one, the ones you shouldn't the ones you sh- the ones who yeah who betray you constantly so yeah. if i'm gonna just stay on brand for myself here i think that angie and i should probably have a uh, tumultuous relationship yes with with babies um hopefully not yeah no maybe a cat you know a cat yeah wait wait i'm not gonna ask that no question. nope nope <laughs> ginger boots and the scotty wallace <laughs> yeah there you go the ginger boots and scotty wallace uh, as i gotta say uh, can i separate them certainly i'm gonna sure. fight scotty wallace okay you yeah. he's such a nice guy <laughs> but i'm gonna fuck ginger boots because <laughs> you're, you're the ostrich, the ostrich. <laughs> I'm the ostrich and i got it that's that's that Beatles song right i am the ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do we do have we caught I it have we think, left anybody i out? feel like we're gonna get yelled at if we don't so i'm trying to remember. i mean we've got you've got the did you we got say glenn we said glenn, you right? got the you got the gym babes you got the city babes um yeah but they're 
but they don't have names. So they're single serving. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think that one of the Jim's babes, Jim babes. Wow. Uh, one of the, the Jim babes is Jay Burton's wife. Mia. <laughs> Mia. Mia so horny. <laughs> is that show? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I think that's it. Yep. I'm going to plead the fifth on those four because uh, <laughs> I know their boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know one of their boyfriends. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, our, so before we finish up, is there anything you're working on aside from Letterkenny that uh, you'd like to promote? Shout out to or any of that stuff? Uh, I would love that. I was doing for the last three weeks a an Instagram uh, live show um, as a way to not go kind of insane. Um, and uh, every night at 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern, uh, I had uh, James and Evan and Michelle were on um, and uh, had a few other good people on. I... Um, I might not do it anymore. I haven't decided <laughs> it was fun for a while. And then like a lot of people started watching and then being like, fuck that guy's jacket. He's inside. And I, was like, I <laughs> don't care about bad comments. I've been getting them my whole life as a writer and a former whatever. But like, if I'm only going to be awake for 10 hours a day, the <laughs> hours being people telling me to fuck my jacket and then saying, bitter batter at myself, you know, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I mean, that, means, wrong that happened people. when you were 13. I mean, these 13 year old comments, I mean, that's what, that's a 13 yeah. year old type of insult. I will say, I would like to give a shout out to my, my, my friends, the three, three boys. Um, they're, uh, three best friends who live in, uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. And if you don't follow them, give them a follow. All they do is talk about how to be best friends and do shots and accountability. It's very letter Kenny. <laughs> it's very like, listen, they made an inside indoor basketball court this week and uh, they made a nightclub in their basements. Uh, it's Ferdabro Club. It's Ferdabro Club. It's actually like pretty legitimately fantastic. And every day I wake up with someone messaging me being like, the Thray Thray Boys are the people I needed. And the Thray Thray Boys being like, hey man, thanks for introducing me to these cool people. They're the people you need during this time. Thray Thray Boys. That's where, what I'm promoting. Where, where do you find them? Um, Instagram, you know, Thray Thray Boys, boys with a Z, T H R A Y, would how you spell Thray. Find them around. <laughs> Instagram is probably the best way to find them. Uh, they're just the people that the only ones I would ever throw to. <laughs> All right. Yep. You, you listen to any podcasts? I mean, uh, aside from us, of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. Uh, uh, I listen to exactly zero podcasts. <laughs> no, that's okay. I um, if I'm, if I'm. I mean, you said you like to be on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm more of a be on a podcast and listen to songs. i've also like read more like less books than i've probably written um you know uh, that's not true i've never written any books but i don't i'm not a big this is funny i don't watch a lot of movies <laughs> i don't read books i don't listen to podcasts <laughs> but but you're a fan of wkrp and i appreciate that <laughs> I was, was going to wear my WKRP t-shirt for this. Um, I am a huge, huge, yeah, WKRP. If you want to talk about, you know, what's progressive and what's not, and like that show is still very, very progressive. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was a, a guy that I just interviewed for another podcast. Oh, two guys. Uh, we've had them on here before. They were guests of ours uh, doing, I can't remember which episode, uh, called, it's a, they do a podcast called Breaking Mayberry, which, show, you know, when there, there's references to all these people, oh, we need to go back to the times when it was like Mayberry. And so they have a podcast about how fucked up it was, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you know, that, uh, uh, prison, prison work was hilarious. <laughs> Listen, it's like one of those things like I enjoy 
being like a vintage fetishist more than the next person probably <laughs> but you don't watch Mad Men and be like I wish I could live in the time of rampant homophobia and exploratory oh you've never been on the rockabilly MRA. scene what's that yeah you've never been in the rockabilly scene yeah yeah it's I funny guess that is the rockabilly scene hey <laughs> it's, well it's funny how many I mean, he played in rockabilly yeah, bands so there, so there, what's funny about that scene is that there are quite a few who i mean kim who was tra trans mm -hmm. and you know but they're but yeah it's how it's funny how that scene is it's still full of toxic yeah, masculinity oh, and much. toxic femininity. Yeah. yeah, that was a word I barely said. <laughs> <laughs> toxic femininity. Fem yeah, well, yeah, because I'm. So I'm not. I don't even like consider myself a girl. I'm not girly. I'm not. I don't do any of that stuff. But I would, you know, do my hair and put on some makeup mm -hmm. and like, you know, kind of dress the part when I was the the dutiful girlfriend of the <laughs> band player. I never asked but, her to come. No, no, God, no. But it was fun. It was a lot of fun to watch you. And I did make a few friends. Um, <laughs> she was the one always pointing out to me after the show. Yeah. Hey, that chick was sh showing her tits to you. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, she was really? flirting with you. What? I didn't even notice. Yeah, I know you didn't notice because you were looking at me and I was looking at her. <laughs> Look at the boobs. Look at the boobs. <laughs> I mean, if you got to be a rock star, you might as well enjoy the things that come along with being a rock star. Can't see star. shit with lights in your face. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Um, yeah, we're like this in real life. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not doubt it. <laughs> so, um, what's coming up for Letterkenny that you can divulge? Uh, I don't think I could divulge anything. Okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. Um, no spoilers. But, uh, I uh, I will say. That uh, I do agree with Jared um, uh, that the last season is my favorite season. The last one that aired is yeah. absolutely my favorite season, and uh, yeah. it's his too. And I think that like, um, it's cool to have you know, you know, two six episode seasons in the same year and a special usually, and then you can kind of dribble out content that way in a, in a better way than having to be like you know. God, in the 90s or something, writing 28 episodes, and after 11, you want to blow your brains out. Oh, my God. And yeah. this way, it can just be kind of going. And then you can gauge after each block, like, okay, what's sort of working? What are people liking? What didn't work this time? You know, it's an easier way to sort of, like, manage it. So I would say that, like, I'm excited for the fact that the last season that aired is legitimately my favorite season. Yeah. And it is Jared's, too. So Yeah, seven, seven there was, I mean, it was just, uh, seven was really different um that i think it threw a lot of folks um going back and watching it because you know as, as we go through each season yeah we're about to start season eight yeah so quote watch, unquote so eight, <laughs> eight i know a lot of people had a problem with um just i because it was i, I think it was eight. kind of as the the american audience was being really kind of brought in and i think it was a lot of watching it again it was like we need to bring everybody up else up to speed if yeah. they don't want to go back because there was a lot of retelling some of the the old you know, bring or in, in a different way. Uh, some of the old, older stories. It's funny. You can't judge a lot of things until after they've aged a little bit, you know, yeah. it's like, you know, if you talk to someone today, who's 22 years old and be like, Hey, I grew up in the nineties. They'd be like, Oh, like smells like teen spirit. And you'd be like, actually that song peaked at 13. Um, you know, the <laughs> people who set records were boys to men. They'd be like, I don't fucking know who boys to men are. <laughs> you know, I love so there's a, sometimes there's a moment like there's always like a, like the episode, like literally the episode where Fonzie jumps the shark, 
That episode kicked fucking ass. <laughs> like, I know where that term comes from, but it's just like, I actually watched the Happy right. Days where he jumps the shark. It's one of the only Happy Days episodes I like. Uh-huh. Wearing those blue swim trunks and his leather jacket. <laughs> yeah! Like, that's, that's what I wanted in my Happy Days. Come on! Like, so things like, you know, there was... You know, talking about WKRP, there's all this stuff that, like, all the Norman Lear stuff got kind of <clears throat> canceled for being too, mm-hmm. you know, for being too progressive, you know, for being too inclusive. And they replaced it with a bunch of Michael Landon shit and, like, fucking like oh, Jim Ben and whatever, you know. And then that stuff was like, oh, bigger ratings. But when you look back at it, it's the Jeffersons that changed it. It's all in the family that changed it. You know, so mm-hmm. – um, as far as like that season, like I don't know, I kind of love that season. Uh, <laughs> like, um, I get that people will say, but like, there's always going to be someone. You can't be the first to say something's cool anymore. You can be the mm. first to say it isn't, though. And so that's kind of the instinct. Um, and uh, so, do I think season seven is no? I think season eight's my favorite <laughs> season. Um, but I actually think the rest of them are tied for second. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, it's uh, you know, everybody's got their flavor. I mean, it's. there's and there's still a lot of i think there's there there's a group of the letter kinney fandom (laughs) uh, and you know how fandoms can be uh (laughs) where there there's so many who don't get a lot of the back end stuff i mean this this show does not punch down um it's and i know and jared has said many times in other interviews that he's definitely not about bullying and i know that there's there's so many that are not that it's mostly states people uh, from the hmm. south who will see it and say and oh yeah it's just it's just kicking ass and yep. you know <laughs> not like making it. memes with with wayne holding guns and yeah. shit yeah. like canada dude canada <laughs> is not us stop it Here's we what, have more yeah. guns than you do per capita we just you know probably you just don't fetishize them the same yeah, way though similar. yeah yeah, I mean, yeah, you're not fucking your guns. So. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's happening in a few places oh, in the US. Uh, but yeah, it's I mean, this show is fantastic and we appreciate everything that you bring to the show. Yeah. Um it's, you know, the the different the different groups, I mean, from from your from your writing and Jared's vision and Tier, Tierney's directing and everybody playing their part as well as they do uh i mean it's there's no weakest link of the right show. exactly it's so it's fantastic and i mean to see to have a show like this now is something we all need and i really I, we all really appreciate it so oh, and we're all you. super excited that the u.s has finally caught on because before it hit hulu we had to <clears throat> go to canada to <laughs> watch our favorite show you know it's only a couple hours away which is true but that was a lot of going two hours away just yeah, i mean yeah we, you know we would never no we would never ever we have hulu and now we watch it on hulu I, a I lot. never thought america would be i mean like i kind of figured they would i never thought america would be sort of into it i mean there's like these moments where like Katie's like, what's the W5? And I'm like, W5 is like the magazine <laughs> news show in Canada that has been for like 40 years and <laughs> even did like a whole episode about Letterkenny and mostly Jared and it's great. Um, <laughs> like no one's getting that. <laughs> like well, no one in America is getting that. 
Well, my my part of that was like, oh, it's just who, what, when, where, why. You know that that's the same thing that you know that there's always you know if you're writing a story, you have to have all those things. So I figured that's what it was. I didn't realize there was an actual show about it. So oh, yeah. we do try to like find all of the little things that are strictly Canadian, and we try yeah. to like, okay, so for those of you that don't know, <laughs> you don't know, like here, this is what Cynthia Dale is like, and Jonathan <laughs> show in the '90s, and um, oh yeah, you can uh, well, you might enjoy this. It's like a full like half hour episode of w5 that's just about kiso how he grew up on his farm about the, the like the show and uh it's uh i think it's just oh, on no. youtube i think they just put it up on youtube so check it out nice cool. yeah that's awesome yeah well trevor thank you very much for joining us uh and you know maybe sometime uh you you might join us for an actual show and break down stuff yeah. something that well one that you've written that would be awesome i would love to do that that'd be great i mean some of my awesome. favorite uh i don't watch a lot of commentary stuff but uh i do love you know watching a Paul Verhoeven commentary on Starship Troopers, you know? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, the, when I first saw that movie, it was just, I, I didn't get it. And then after, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, all right. He starts <laughs> off the commentary it. by saying, people said Robocop was a fascist movie. So I thought, oh, I'll give you a fascist movie. <laughs> like, I dressed uh, Doogie Hauser like Erwin Rommel for fuck's sake. Uh, How is this not reading with him. american audience okay um <laughs> yes i would love to do a breakdown with you it meant a lot to me uh you guys had me on it uh you know especially having someone to talk to you know in this <laughs> when is this gonna air does anyone know what's happening like this might this might be me talking from beyond the grave nobody knows so, um <laughs> no this will this well this will probably be up for our patreon people well, soon uh, yeah as soon as i can throw it together right. um but then we uh, then we'll attach it on into our uh end of season recap show be in two weeks which yeah be in two weeks yeah well thank you very much for having me. it meant a lot and i had a very nice time thank you very much thank you and uh keep safe and try to keep sane <laughs> all right take care learn what you can but don't waste your time trying to understand Thanks for listening to our season seven recap show of Letter Kenny. How are you now? <laughs> uh, so uh, we want to thank everyone who's been listening for all these seasons with us. Uh, thanks to Trevor Risk. Um, thanks for all our bands that have joined us. Uh, everybody, the host, everybody on Patreon. We really appreciate it. Uh, and we hope to see you again next season. Take care now.